Welcome everyone to our 18th episode of DE Takeover. Without further ado, let's get into our first segment called the Quote of the Week. And basically, in this segment, me and Eric, we get we uh, give you guys a positive vibe and a quote that uh, we pick out for you guys. So this week's quote of the week is, you only live once, but if you do it right, once is enough. Whoa. Whoa. Wait a minute. Yeah, it's pretty deep. I Listen, I always get caught trying to like set, like I'm trying to share the show right now. I'm trying to listen at the same time and like, like bypassing me. Can you say that again one more time? That was crazy. Yeah, yeah. You only live once, but if you do it right, once is enough. And that was said by May West. I don't know who that is, but it's nice name. <laughs> nice name. May West said, "Oof, that's a big one. That is yeah. a big one right there. You only you. Oh my gosh, I can't even like the way I would take that though. I'd be like, as long as you just live your life to the fullest, man, you'll be good. Enjoy yeah. your life, you know. Yeah." No regrets. YOLO. Not really YOLO, but just live life with no regrets. Because, you know. You yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, real, real talk. That's an awesome quote right there, David. Thank That's you. A, that was deep. Wait, say it one more time for the people in the back. All right. So, it is. The quote of the week is, you only live once, but if you do it right, once is enough. And that was said by Mae West. So, shout out to Mae West. Awesome quote. And I used it, so. There it is, man. Putting May- putting Mae West on the map, even though she probably is on the map already. She's but like, probably already on the map, yeah. Yeah, but like you know, we we still we still we still go we still go support. Put, either way, we put her on another map. Yeah, but... we put a DD takeover map. <laughs> yeah. But uh, without further ado, let's move on to our next segment called the Great Debate. And basically, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, me uh, you got we sent we uh, do a, a Instagram topics thing on our stories on Instagram. So that's why it's important to follow us on Instagram so you can get your topic heard and we can debate about it. Uh, I believe today we do have one, Eric, right? Yes, we do. We have one. So shout out to the person who did it. We'll talk about it shortly. But basically, we have a poll or a a poll on our Instagram story and you get to give us a topic that you guys want us to discuss about. And we will definitely debate about it. But And we have some we want to debate about as well. But it's basically it. There it is. That's perfectly said, David. Thank you for that. And if you don't mind, Kai, go ahead and read the first the first person that sent it in. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So I apologize if I, I apologize if I pronounced his name wrong, but this came in from the account of Nay Fury. Okay, mm-hmm. this is from Nay Fury. So shout out to you. Thank you for participating in today's great debate. And here is your debate topic. Here we go. So Nay Fury says, "What is the biggest bust in sports?" History. Oh, mm, David, you got to tackle it first, man. You oh, got to tackle it first. That is so difficult because, like, this is like, like lifetime, like lifetime of sports throughout the whole sports history, and there's a lot. There's a lot, yeah. but ah, uh, but if I could see, I have two off the top of my head. <laughs> off the top of my head, one Anthony Bennett. <laughs> that guy, he was a bust, you know, <laughs> but. You know, I have this other guy that I feel like doesn't get talked about a lot. Uh, he he got drafted in 1998, second round pick. No, no, first round pick, second pick overall in the 1998 draft. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy's name is Ryan Leaf, quarterback out of Washington State. Oh. So, yeah, he's not really heard about that much. But uh, he was drafted in the same year as Peyton Manning was. What? So, wait, and wait. you Did he go before Peyton Manning? He went 
he went after Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning was the first pick. Oh, but okay. he was the second one. But many people said that he was better than Peyton Manning coming out of college. Whoa. So there's a lot of expectations on him. But there was one problem with him, and that problem was that he was immature and he got involved with the wrong crowd, I'll just say that. So it turns out he was selected second pick in the nineteen ninety eight NFL draft after Peyton Manning, but his career was shortened due to poor behavior, uh, poor play, bad behavior, injuries, and struggles with work ethic and ability to stay focused. That's, so he was all that's over the terrible. place. All over the place. But uh, uh, top 10, NFL top 10 ranked him as the number one draft bust in NFL history. <laughs> At least he's number one in something. But, nah, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but to get more background on this guy, because I remember that I think there was a 30 for 30. You know what ESPN does with 30 for 30s are awesome. Yeah. I love watching them. I think yeah. there's one about on this guy, and it was really good. So I think you should check, or anyone wants to check that out. And I forgot what it was called. But it was very, very good. But so he uh, got his degree at Washington State, and then he had problems with drugs in 2010. Ten, ten years of probation. Two years later, pleads guilty to uh, felony of blur, uh, burglar, uh, burg, uh, how you spell it? Burgle, burglary. 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 Yeah, there burglary. you go. Yeah, yeah. And drug possession in Montana. So he spent seven years sentenced in the state prison. And oh uh, yeah, he just ruined his life with his prescription drugs and all other stuff. But. Enough with his backstory. He just—he used to play for the San. He got drafted by the San Diego Chargers. Played two years there. But let's go over. Let's go over his uh, stats a little bit, if you don't mind, just to show you how bad this guy actually was. Uh. But, <laughs> so he overall, his overall, he had a record of four wins, seventeen losses. So that's not going to win you anything. Yeah, well, that's awful. And I, I know there's more to the team than just him, but. That's not that's not gonna be a good record. Uh, he played 25 games in his NFL career. His completion percentage was 48.4 percent. 48. Wait, say it again. His completion percentage in his career was 48.4 percent. So he was, he was, yeah, not good. He was more likely to miss. Oh my god. <laughs> he was more likely to miss his target than make it. That's basically what Eric's trying to say. That's bad. I know it's pretty bad, but. He also he, he threw for uh, 3,600 yards, which is bad as well because he played 25 games. And most, people get that, <laughs> most people get that in one season. So, And he had a touchdown-interception ratio, 14 touchdowns and 36 interceptions. So that is, ladies and gentlemen, no bueno, no bueno. But, <laughs> but if I could say a quick little story about this guy. I was researching him, and I found it interesting. But there's this one, one story with him that – he was immature. We all got it in college. He was an immature college uh, person. But they said that the Indianapolis Colts, who had the first pick in the 1998 draft, had, were deciding to pick Ryan Leaf over Peyton Manning. But oh my. Ryan Leaf told the Colts, don't draft me because I don't want to go to your team. And they got Peyton Manning over him. So he blessed like them. A, he blessing in the skies. Yeah, basically. Bless them. Told them, I don't want to go to Indianapolis, so draft Peyton Manning. And they did. And uh, they over, the Colts overall won that deal. Wow. See, now, that's it's even more sad when you even say it like that as well because this guy was so good to a point where a team, he literally had the power to tell a team, don't draft me because I don't want to be there. And they, mm-hmm. like, listened to him as a rookie. You yeah. know what I mean? Or, like, seemed to be rookie. So, like, he was that dude. Mm-hmm. If, if, and oh my gosh, he ruined 
he ruined it. Uh, now, we don't know his story, obviously. Like, we don't know, like, mm-hmm. what's going on behind the scenes. But at the end of the day, like, work ethic it's, is work ethic. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? How how mm-hmm. much can you really change that? It's sad now, to see because he was getting – he was looked at as better than Peyton Manning out of, coming out of college. So Exactly. Imagine if he actually played his career without any, like, problems with his – with his uh, so, socially problems or, like, drug problems. Imagine how good he would be if he was compared to Peyton Manning. Exactly. And, you know – it's possibly, like, we we read the stats, right, and we see how bad they are, you know. Dude, mm-hmm. dude had more interceptions, way more interceptions than, than touchdowns, you know. But mm-hmm. when you really think about it, say if you do take away all, this, all the other underlying things that basically got him sent out of the league, say if he just had the right mindset, he might have been better than Peyton Manning, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Like, he possibly could have, but we'll never know that because – Dude, I acted crazy. So, <laughs> yeah, acted like a crazy, crazy dude, man. But shit, ripped those San Diego Chargers though. That's tough. You said he got drafted there, right? Yeah, he got drafted by them. He played two years there, and then then he moved on. Oh my gosh! But wait, so how long was he in the league for? Four years. Oh my gosh! <laughs> he That's... played for the he played for the San Diego Chargers in 1998 when he got drafted to 2000, and then Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2001. And then Dallas Cowboys in 2001. And then Seattle Seahawks in 2002. So. Wow. So he was gone. He was traveling around every single year, basically. Pretty much. And see, I would, I'm here thinking, I'm like, well, even though we got released out of the league, he's probably still got a great penny. But then again, he's probably spending all his penny on his monies on, like, stuff that yeah. he doesn't need or shouldn't be spending it on. So that makes it even worse. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we don't even know where he is now. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell your kids that story. Yeah, oh. no, it's 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 called the I, I searched it up the 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 um the movie I was 30? talking about. Yeah, it was actually an E60, so they're basically like just movies, basically documentaries. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, the thing is called Leaf, the Ryan Leaf story. It was made in 2018, so it's about like it's about in depth about the life of one of the biggest NFL draft busts, and from failure yeah. to redemption. So. It was really, really, really good, and I recommend checking that out because there's a lot more behind that we don't see, and uh, it's really good. Just, that's it. All right. Well, I respect that answer, man. I really, I agree with it fully. I'm glad that you brought up that Ryan Leaf thing because I'm be honest, I didn't know too much about that. I feel like they don't talk about it. Like people don't really <laughs> bring that up a lot. But um, hey, man, to answer this debate question, I, it's not really much of a debate. I completely agree with you, bro. Um, as of Anthony Bennett, bro. See <laughs> now, David did say this before, though. This is like when we think of all time, right? We gotta think of like way, way back, like when it first started to like now. And when I'm really thinking about it, like I've from what I've seen, I didn't even see it. To be honest with you, I didn't even see Anthony Bennett get drafted. You know, oh, I can't recall it. You know, I just know I know that it's history. I know that it's, that it did happen, and I know his story, you know. But mm-hmm. overall, at the end of the day, there possibly could have been a bigger bust that I just generally don't know about, you know. Yeah. But as far as my time and what I know, Anthony Bennett is the biggest bust that I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Because, <laughs> yo, number one overall pick. Oh, oh my god, I feel bad. I really do feel bad because, like, I. Like, imagine – you can't just be the number one overall pick. You see the number one overall pick, like, the hype they get. For example, Cade Cunningham this year, you know, um, mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards last year, 
um, what's it called? Zion, the other year. These guys get so much hype around them. Like, so much built hype. Like, these guys are going to be great. This is what's going to keep the league going. Yada, yada, this, yada, yada, that, right? So, for imagine, like, during Anthony Bad's time. It's like, Anthony Bad, the first overall pick. And, like, what happened? <laughs> like, what? He just, he, just, he just just was not good. He just wasn't no. good. Like, I don't understand. That's, like, probably one of the worst ever picks that, like, has ever been made, realistically. Or the worst, worst ever, like, judgments. Because how does that – how do you go from first all overall projected pick to becoming the first overall pick to being just bad? Like, just, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It doesn't even correlate. Like, he wasn't even good enough to, like – Stay in the league itself. He couldn't come off the bench. He was just too bad. <laughs> like, that's crazy to think about. Crazy to think about to me. So, for me, 110% in the biggest bust in history is Anthony Bennett. I feel – the reason I feel bad as well is, like, his name's going to go down as that. Like, yeah, it's in history as one of the worst players. Oh, my God. No, not one of the worst players, but, like, one bust. of like, the most overhyped, I guess you could say. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But like bust, when you say they're a bust, it just has it adds a whole different meaning in my opinion. Like it just it hurts even more. You know, like I <laughs> I think it's a it's a mean word to say like oh you're a bust. Like dang, bro. I know. Oh my gosh. But if I if I could read that draft class, he got drafted in 2013, mm-hmm. and like we said, like Eric said, he was the first number one pick, and uh, Cleveland Cavaliers got him. But when we look at the other list behind him, we see Victor Oladipo number two. Still in the oh league. My, oh Otto my. Porter at number three. Still in the league. Cody Zeller at number four. Still in the league. Nerlens Noel at number six. Still in the league. Alex Lynn at number five. Yeah, I think he still is in the league. But yeah, he is. Ben Malcolmore, uh, KCP, Trey Burke, CJ McCollum at number ten. Uh, you see all these good guys. Michael Carter Williams at eleven. So many players. Giannis Antetokounmpo at fifteen. Uh, you see all these players <laughs> that are still in the league. And then you wonder, like, the Cavs, if they drafted, like, Victor Oladipo instead of him, you know? The Cavs could have had Giannis. I know. And they picked Anthony Bennett. Anthony freaking Bennett, bro. Jeez. <laughs> he sold uh, them. They scammed them. He's a scam artist. He's a scam artist. Nothing – no two ways around it, man. He took his money and he ran. Literally, bro. And the Cavs fell for it. But, I mean, at the end of the day, they ended up still being – a decent franchise because like LeBron is, exists. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. O- overall, like he still like helped him out, but yeah, man. That that for me, that conclude that that concludes the um that that um debate topic for what or what is the biggest bust or who is the biggest bust in, bust in sports history. Wait a minute, it does say what is the biggest bust. Can we like go by like teams as well? What? Like in other words. He, the, the question itself, we answered that. We answered it kind of saying who is the biggest bust. But it says, what is the biggest bust in sports history? Can we technically can't that go by teams as well? Because he's saying what, like what is the biggest bust? So it could be anything. That's that's it's interesting. But like the thing is, I feel like there's always that one team that was a bust, but then revised their 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 uh, their, um, their franchise and then comes a bust again. It's like there's not there's not like one consistent team that's always a bust every year. Yeah, that's it's like it's like a cycle, is what you're saying. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, I see that. Okay. Okay. I mean, you can talk about the Jets. I mean, they haven't won a Super Bowl since 1960-something. But oh, oh god, <laughs> not the Jets. Don't do it to me. Not the Jets. <laughs> but 
either way, we'll close that one up. Thank you, um, Nate Fury, for that for yes, that debate topic. Um, David, I'm gonna throw it over to you now, man. You said that you did a debate topic as well, and I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah, I do. Um, and it's about it's a little bit NFL, you know, a little bit okay. uh, of uh, football. But uh, this is a question I've been asking because this is about the Patriots quarterback position. Who's gonna start Week One going into it? And uh, Bill Belichick, the head coach, we all know who Bill Belichick is, head coach mm-hmm. of the the Patriots, said that he won't. He doesn't. He's not announcing the number one uh, the quarterback yet. He's not announcing the starting quarterback, and their season starts next week. What? So, I don't know if he's a little uncertain. Maybe these two quarterbacks are playing well and he just can't decide between them. But my overall question to you is uh, who will win the starting job for the Patriots? Cam Newton or Mac Jones? Rookie this, Mac Jones. See, this right here, this is um, this is kind of – I feel – I don't feel bad for Cam, but I just like – I feel like it's awkward for Cam, you know, because like a rich – like – we go back to like Panthers days and so on and stuff like that. Cam was like the dude, you know. Mm-hmm. Cam was that guy, so it's kind of weird to see him like competing. I guess you could say for for a starting position, like the the I guess you could say the um the fall off in in some in some ways, you know. But um, uh-huh. over overall, I for me, I'm I'm gonna go with Cam Cam um Cam Newton. Mac Jones is a great quarterback in my like for a rookie like he's he's very good you know he bright future and everything just like like um like Andy Dalton said to just to Justin Fields you know bright future at all yeah but but um oh over overall I just think Cam Newton is good like in other words he's good enough to be a starting quarterback in this league and also he has experience so like save Mac Jones I'm not saying Cam Newton is fully better than Mac Jones right. Mac Jones could be just as good as Cam Newton, but I'm gonna give Cam Newton the edge. And if I'm Bill Belichick, a, like basically a veteran coach in this league by now, right? I'm looking for that experience. So if you put two and two together, Cam has the experience over Mac Jones. So at the end of the day, I think Cam's gonna start. However, if Cam does start to perform bad, I don't think he'll have a problem putting in Mac Jones. You know, I think I think it'll be easy for him to put in Mac Jones because I think Mac Jones can handle it. Um, so. We'll see what happens, but I'm gonna go with Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton should be starting for the Patriots. That's interesting because um, uh, I kind of agree with that. I, I actually not kind of actually do agree with that. But the reason being is that so basically, answer the question: Who will I, who will start? Who will be in the starting job? Cam Newton or Mac Jones? I'm going with Cam Newton, only because even though Mac Jones has been doing very very well in the preseason, but then again, ladies and gentlemen, this is only preseason. Yep, only preseason. And I know he's been doing – Mac Jones has been doing better than Cam Newton, some have been saying. But it's a tight race. And at the end of the day, Mac Jones has a bright – like Eric said with the Andy Dalton thing with Justin Fields. Uh, Andy Dalton said, Justin Fields has a bright future, but it's my time right now. I think the same thing is happening in uh, New England right now. Cam Newton's like, Mac Jones is going to have a great career. But I'm getting older, and I'm the veteran, and I know I can step up for this team next year because I've already been with them since last year. So I have another year over Mac Jones in learning the playbook. And I have veteran leadership that's very hard to come by in the NFL because a lot of them are either irresponsible or being young guys. So if I'm looking, if I'm Bill Belichick, I think the the right decision that you got to do is put Cam Newton, even though I really like Mac Jones and I, I wish that he starts over him, but I think Cam Newton is your smart decision because he's a veteran, a quarterback, he's played in the league under high-pressure situations, 
been with the Patriots last year, so he understands a little bit more of the playbook than Mac Jones. And uh, so, like, but I will say this: if if Mac Jones, if, if Cam Newton, Cam Newton, if he starts messing up a little bit, which is come week four or week five, and he's not doing that consistent back to back weeks, he's not consistent. Then Bill Belichick, you got to make that switch, and you got to put Mac Jones in because. Yep. Like that, he got some got he got a couple of uh, weeks under him, and uh, he can learn from Cam Newton, grow from him. But I think if Cam Newton starts to struggle, which could happen, I'm not putting it past him, especially what happened last season, and he was not doing that good. But if Cam Newton does the same thing he did last season, I expect uh, Mac Jones to be there within week five. Oh, I like the little prediction there too. Yeah, within week five. That's yeah. well, I mean that's somewhat. Uh, it's actually that's a little bit before half, actually. Yeah. Like before halfway through the season. Wow, you said week five, they'll be in there. Now let me ask you this: Do you think the Patriots are contending for a playoff spot? Um, it guts me to say this, but maybe, maybe. Um, and the reason why I says it guts me because I'm a New York Jets fan. And I don't want to see them do good, but <laughs> but uh, if I'm being Praying serious, downfall. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But I'm kind of unsure because. Cam Newton, I got to see more consistency from Cam Newton. I know he's been doing pretty good during the preseason. I can't, I can't uh, lie about that. But it's just what he's going to do in the regular season. What he's going to do in big-time moments. And based on what I saw last year, I'm going to have to say Patriots are not going to make it. But but they had a, an awesome offseason and signed people like Michael Judon. They got, they got other defensive weapons and offensive weapons. They got Nelson Aguilar. Jonah Smith, Hunter Henry, that uh, create depth in that, that tight end spot. So with all the additions that they made, I think uh, – I don't want to say it, but I think Patriots have what it takes to at least get in a wild card spot. Not win the, tie, not win the division, but at least make a t- uh, wild card spot. Oh, are you putting them over your Jets, David? No, the Jets are winning the division. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, never mind, ladies and gentlemen. I'll try to get a, I'll try to get a, a a statement out of him. I'm not gonna lie, but either way, I'm only, I'm only best with you. But um, hey man, I I honestly I I agree with the fact I like we both agree on the fact that Cam should be starting right, and I also want to bring in the um the coaching aspect of it, right? So if you look at it from Bill Pel, I said Pelichek, <laughs> Bill, <laughs> Bill Belichick's um stamp standpoint, or if you look at it from his point of view, right? It's like this, like the the board is always gonna be watching what you're doing, right? So like they're and like seeing if you're the right man for the job. We know Bill Belichick is a well is a well enough proven coach, right? But yeah. the boards are looking at. It, I feel like the way the sport the way sports work in general, the boards are looking at it like this. You have two guys, right? Right in front of us. One is a veteran, or basically, how old is Cam Newton? Cam Newton, I think, is thirty-one years old. Okay, so he's like he's he's up there now. He's he's fit, don't get me wrong, but he's up there mm-hmm. in age, right? So you have one that's basically veteran, veteran, um, veteran age, and you have another one that's a rookie, right? Now the rookie mm-hmm. is doing very well, like everyone says, and you said people might say he's been doing better than him in preseason, then and probably deserves the starting spot. But you have a veteran who's, if anything, I don't feel like Mac Jones has been doing that much better than him to the point where you're like, like he's blowing Cam out of the water. You know what I mean? Like Cam, yeah. if anything, Cam is right there. So at that point, they're looking at it like 
the safest option is to go with experience, right? Because if if it doesn't go well, you can't you can't really look at Bill Belichick and be like, well, why'd you choose him? They're both they're both performing like just as good, right? And the other one is basically a veteran. So why would I go with the younger QB? Now, if Bel- if Bill Belichick doesn't even play Mac Jones in any of their games, right? That's a little bit of another question that you have to ask because we all know the Patriots aren't going to Super Bowl. You know, we yeah, all know they're yeah. not. Like we all know, they're not going to win the Super Bowl. So it's like, at that point, Matt, you should be developing Matt Jones, trying to get him into a couple games, really trying to like nurture him for the future. You know, so yeah. I, I honestly think when you look at it from that standpoint, it's it's almost unanimous that Cam's going to start. You know, and I'd be mm-hmm. shocked if Matt Jones does start because that's a big risk that Bill Belichick would be taking, in my opinion. Even though, again, they're not going to make they're not going to make the Super Bowl. You know, but it's still. You have to look at it through like a business aspect as well. Yeah, and I, I think this draws back to the same thing that we talked about last episode with the Bears and Andy Dalton, the veteran quarterback with the rookie yes. Justin Fields. And like I think it's the same concept just because like you got a veteran quarterback in Andy Dalton. He didn't do that well last year. Same thing as Cam Newton didn't do that well last year. But they know they, they understand the game better. They've been in the league longer and they have that veteran aspect veteran leadership that I think can help your team. They might not win it all. The Patriots and the Bears, they might not win it all. I, I guarantee you they won't win it all. But they might not make the playoffs. But but we can all agree that n- when they nurture these rookie quarterbacks, you have a veteran guy nurturing a rookie quarterback, it makes him better in the next year. We saw the same thing with Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. He was underneath Alex Smith. Alex Smith is a veteran quarterback. Talk Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Look at him. Look at him now. So, look at him now is is definitely something you should say. Jeez, Patrick yeah. Mahomes is crazy. Is crazy, different breed. That's true. But um, yeah, man. At the end of the day, we're both going with Cam, right? I think uh, Cam. Cam until it's Cam Newton until the Patriots start falling off, or Cam Newton starts falling off. Then you switch. I think it would have to be like strictly the Patriots, though. Like, you can't blame everything on one quarterback. You know, what I mean, if you throw unless he's throwing like thousands of interceptions, and in... yeah, if he throw <laughs> if he throw like donuts and like the balls, like it doesn't have to... <laughs> you know, you know, you know how how whenever you throw um how whenever you throw throw the ball, it's got to have like a nice spiral on it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like imagine he starts throwing it, and all of a sudden you just see it start flipping. And it's like, what is that? <laughs> How am I supposed to catch that? What is that? Uh, yeah, it's terrible for a receiver. Yeah, man. But uh, e- either way, that's what we're gonna go with. We're gonna go with Cam Newton on this one, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Um, feel free, you know, if you have an opinion, feel free to send it in. Who do you think? You know, Cam Jones. Oh, I said Cam Jones. Wait, Cam Jones. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm bugging out. I'm bugging out. Cam Jones. Uh, Mac, Mac Jones or Cam yeah, Newton? Yeah. Yo, yeah. when you think about it. His name backwards is Cam. Yeah. So maybe they're linked to something. Maybe they're brother. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Hold up. Hold up. Oh, Oh, my gosh. You never know. Oh, they gosh. might be brothers. They might be brothers. Uh, uh Eric, I, I don't think so, but. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> uh, I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. I can almost guarantee it, but... um, Oh, my gosh. But either way, man, David, I do have a debate topic for you, man. Nice, let's hear it. And uh, 
This might this this one, ladies and gentlemen, you know, get your popcorn. This this one might make David's no. blood boil a little bit. No, and, no, no, no. and you know, I I I'm sorry, I live for this. I live for this. This is amazing. All right, David. Here we go. Are you ready for this? No. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, I got this. No, I'm not ready. I'm, not, I'm kidding. No, I'm ready. All right, ready? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Does, you know, your favorite boxer of all time. Stop. You know, does Jake Paul finally <laughs> deserve his credit? No. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. No, he doesn't. And that is so bad to say that he's my favorite boxer of all time because he's only played four, four, ma- four boxing matches. And he's nowhere close to my favorite boxer of all time. If I had to <laughs> a favorite boxer of all time, it would probably be Muhammad Ali or Mike Tyson. Those are my yeah. two. But to go back on my uh, my supposedly favorite boxer in the world, Jake Paul, uh, he improved <laughs> a 4 and 0 last night, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, he won split decision to Ty- uh, I said Tyson Fury. No, to uh, Tyron Woodley. So it's a sad day, man. I'm kind of upset <laughs> about that. I woke up, middle of the night, checked my phone to see who won, because I'm not paying a dime for Jake Paul to watch that fight. I'm sorry. I'm not <laughs> watching it. I'm not paying him money for that. I'd rather just see the highlights. But uh, I checked my phone, and it said Jake Paul won by split decision. Now, let's get into it a little bit deeper, because there were some things that uh, Tyron Woodley, he did uh, get some punches on him, nice nice little knock, almost knocked him through the ring, which Tyron Woodley said that if there wasn't like a seven-foot rope there, he would have fell right through, which I, I kind of believe because he kind of made him fall back. But I think this is why you don't leave anything to the judges. They say it's every single fighting event, UFC or boxing, they say don't leave it to the judges because the judges will most likely go to the favorable guy. Now, I'm not saying that there was some corruptness, but I'm saying that there was kind of <laughs> some corruptness. Just because, <laughs> let's look at it as a business aspect, a business standpoint. Jake Paul, if he loses... If he loses, he's no longer looked at as the big guy on TV now in boxing for celebrity bo- celebrity boxing. Like, no one's going to want to fight him as much as often because, you know, Tyron Woodley just beat him. Very true. But he's, he's a cash cow. He's the money maker right now. And props to him for his business aspect because he's, he's acting like a Conor McGregor. Remember when Conor McGregor used to be that, that guy back in the day and just be so annoying that he just wanted people to knock him out? Yeah, yeah I too, Gene. He's acting like that, and I give him total props for that marketing strategy. He's working substantially because he's getting people to watch it and get entertained with him and his boxing career. But, but the, the answer to the question is: Is Jake Paul is Jake Paul considered? Will, will I give Jake Paul credit? No, definitely not. I won't give him credit at all just because one, I'm not going to put excuses for this, but I'm going to take the obvious. He's versing UFC fighters. He's versing mm. he versed. Ben Askren, who showed up like grandpa, I'm going to be honest. Not at all. He was just there for the money. And he totally leaned in for the knockout punch. It was totally <laughs> obvious. And then you have another UFC guy in Tyron Woodley. Now, I'm not saying Tyron Woodley is bad because he's definitely not. He's one, one of my favorite fighters because he's definitely a very good fighter. And UFC, he's proven the legacy in that UFC career. But ladies and gentlemen, he's 39 years old. He's 39 years old. That is, that's old in an athlete, an athletic. That's uh, very ages. old in athlete years. That's old, and when you see Jake Paul, Jake Paul is, ladies, I think he's twenty-four years old. Now Let me get people these saying, stats for you. 
people were like, oh, age doesn't matter. Age doesn't matter. It kind of does. It definitely does. It definitely does. Because guess what? Jake Paul's in his prime right now. And you got Tyron Woodley, who's out of the UFC, and now he is 39 years old, almost reaching 40. So he's not as good as he was. Prime Tyron Woodley versus prime Jake Paul. Tyron Woodley takes that definitely. But I feel like my mind is uh, going all over the place with this topic because I want to cover so much. But just my frustration is overtaking that (laughs) just because I'm so frustrated that no one can knock this guy out, which is making me start to think that this is all set up and kind of rigged. Wow. Okay. Well, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this much. Um, You are correct on both of the ages. Um, Jake Paul is 24 and Tyron Woodley is 39. So very big age gap in that sense. But um, let me let me just, you know, do you mind if I cut in with you then? Yeah, please. All right, we 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 can like we can cover. Trust me, we can cover everything else. We will get we will cover every single part of this because I do want to talk about other things about the fight that maybe people won't mention. Right mm-hmm. now, in my opinion, you and I both are on the same boat. Listen, I'm gonna be honest, ladies and gentlemen. I don't like Jake Paul either. Like, I just don't like. I don't like his attitude. I don't like the way. Like, I don't. I I don't like. I don't like the arrogance. I don't like the ignorance. I don't like the disrespect. I don't like. I don't like any of it. I'm gonna be honest, straight up. Right. Now, now though, the question was, do I give him credit, right? I give him credit for going the distance with Tyron Woodley. Mm-hmm. Am I going to give him credit for being a full-on boxer? If I'm being honest, no. Okay? And many people like would listen to that and be like, oh, you're just a hater, this and this and that, all that stuff. Realistically, people, if we step back and look at this, right? Let's look at Jake Paul's fights. Again, right? David said he improved the 4-0. Let's go through every single fight. And he's Gim, okay? YouTube, YouTubing boxer, no. No, 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 no. That was the beginning for Jake Paul. Let's be honest. Like, that, we can accept that fight because that's how it all started. So, like, realistically, people mm-hmm. shouldn't even worry about that Gim fight. That, that, that shouldn't even be, like, really mentioned, right? Then we go into Nate Robinson. Again, a guy that's, one, way out of your weight class, Okay. And and two and two a basketball player again not necessarily impressive okay then the big one was supposed to be Ben Askren but then Ben Askren showed up like a grandpa and was not ready to fight at all literally literally I don't know what he was doing I don't know what he, he, was, he doing. was trying to secure the money That's yeah at that point like I honestly would not be surprised if Ben Askren just went in there to get his, his money right that one was that one was worth was not worth it right. Now we go to Tyron Woodley, okay? The, the, now, let, let me break this down. UFC fighting-wise, right, Ben Askren and Tyron Woodley, both in, when they were in the UFC, they were very good fighters, you know? But, David, please back me up on this, or please at least explain this. What was, what was Ben Askren's specialty in UFC? Like, you know how there's different fightings or mm-hmm. fighting styles? What was Ben Askren's specialty? Ben Askren, he was a wrestler. Okay, thank you. That is, I just want to make sure that I was correct before I was going to say that. But mm-hmm. Ben Askren was a wrestler, so even if he got into the court, the court. Oh my gosh, the ring <laughs> with the. Even if he got into the ring with Jake Paul, it was always going to be a little bit of a mismatch because realistically, again, you have to you have to put in the fact that he's a UFC fighter, and secondly, he his main thing is wrestling. Okay, so at the, his main thing does not involve punching people, right? But he, however, he's in the UFC, so we can fight. So that, that was that was the credibility. Now we go into Tyron Woodley, right? A dude that basically specializes in boxing, okay? But he's a UFC fighter, so he can do much more, and he's used to doing much more, right? 
So the reason I give him credit is because you know, all right, it's a little bit of a step up. It's a dude that 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 can box, if you will. He's not a boxer, but he can box. Okay, mm-hmm. so we can throw hands. So I will give you props for going the distance. Okay, let's make that be clear too. He didn't knock him out, right? He went the distance and got the decision, right? Now you're gonna have a bunch of people saying, "Oh, Jake Paul won." Oh, what Tyron Woodley won? That's up to the judges at the end of the day, and the judges chose Jake Paul. But I will say this much: afterwards, for for me, this is more of an L for Tyron Woodley. Okay, because it's just it's bad for him. Did that L? Did if anyone saw like the post um af- after the fight, right? They were they were interviewing and Tyron wanted to run it back like instantly. Tyron mm-hmm. Woodley was like, "I want the rematch. I want the rematch. I want the rematch." Right? In my opinion, the way I saw that, maybe, maybe many people might have not saw it like this, but the way I saw it, it was like he was desperate to run it back. Right? No, because, I didn't see it like that, dude. Dude, when I think about it, I think of it like this. You just lost to a, a guy that realistically has not beat anyone as high or, like, as in shape or as highly credible as you, right? So when the way he you was know, like, yeah. he was like, let's run it back, let's run it back, let's run it back. I'm thinking, I'm like, Tyron Woodley, he just got, he's lost to Jake Paul. He needs the rematch because he mm-hmm. needs to beat him, right? It, like, for him, it's like, you couldn't lose this match because I don't think anyone really, unless you were just rooting for the underdog, I don't know how you expected Tyron Willie to lose. Yeah. You know? So, overall, I'm thinking, and then on top of it, Jake Paul was like, they had that little bet in the beginning. They were like, get the tattoo of I love Jake Paul or like if Jake lost, you got I love Tyron Willie. Right? Now, Jake Paul was like, if you get it tatted on your leg, we'll do the rematch. And he instantly said yes. Without a Doubt in his mind. That's another thing that told me. I was like, this dude wants to fight you badly. But I, I took it as more or less he needs it badly. That's how I took it. Now, I, I heard that you said no, he didn't. So I want to hear what you have to say about that. Um, You know, I, I said no, you didn't. But when you explained it, I kind of agreed. Because I can see that he was a little bit desperate. But not really he wasn't desperate. I think he was just embarrassed. And, uh, and he was just embarrassed that he lost to a YouTuber. And... Like I said, if you want to say this, don't go to the judges because judges make the, the overall decision at the end of the fight. You might not agree with it. And most of the time, we see in the UFC and in boxing that the judges tend to go for the person that's winning or the champion at the moment and give them the W because they don't want to see them lose because they're the bread make- they're the breadwinners. Mm-hmm. But, but Tyron Woodley, I can see I can see, des- I can be- see him being desperate because he wants that. Maybe he just wants an extra payday. But I think he was also embarrassed that he lost to Jake Paul just because people were bashing him because if I can read a couple of tweets by UFC fighters, if you don't Go mind. Ahead. Nate Diaz. <laughs> uh, this is funny. But Nate Diaz, he tweeted a picture of Jake Paul and uh, and uh, Tyron Woodley fighting and he tweeted underneath. He said, these guys both suck. And Conor McGregor said something about him too. I forgot what it was, but he said something about uh, bashing either Tyron Woodley or Jake Paul in that fight. So, like, not only are these UFC fighters, I don't know if they're embarrassing the UFC, but it's not making it look good. And they're not fighting the top-tier guys like Francis Nigano or even Kamaru Usman. They're not okay. fighting these guys in the prime. These guys are in their prime right now. He's fighting older guys. And I'm not putting that as an excuse because Jake Paul can somewhat fight, and I will give him somewhat credit because he does know 
the basics. He's an amateur fighter. He's not a professional fighter. I want to see him either versus Canelo in the in the ring, because Canelo will show him the works. Tyson Fury in the in, in the ring. You can't. Or you can't. He would he would get knocked out first round. Or and if he doesn't, then you definitely know the whole thing's rigged. But yeah, there's no, there's or no Jake, way. Or Jake Paul, this is a message to you. Or go to the octagon and verse someone in the octagon because no. When you compare the two different sports, Jake Paul, he was a wrestler back in high school and college, so he was pretty good. So he does have some wrestling experience. But when you look at the two sports, and I'm not, I'm not putting down uh, each sport because they're both intense and they are hard to do at the, at the highest level. But when you look at UFC and boxing, which one's harder? I think I personally think um, UFC is a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because well, not a lot, team. but like you no, know what I mean. yeah, yeah. I'm not discrediting these two sports at all because they're both top sports and they're hard to compete at at a high level. But when you look at how much more you need to know in UFC than you need to know in boxing, boxing is ultimately striking, blocking. I know there's more into it. I'm just naming the basics. But when you look at UFC, in boxing, you can just stand there and just worry about the punches coming at you. In UFC, you've got to worry about him coming at, taking you down, worry about him striking you, worry about leg kicks, worry about when you get on the ground, whether he's going to put you in a heel hook or arm bar you. There's other things in that scenario. It makes you, I don't know, just, that's what makes it a little harder, I think. But I'm not just mm-hmm. both two sports. They're awesome. Uh, no, I fully, I agree. I agree with you in that point. Like with the UFC, it's like you have to keep in boxing. You have to keep your head on swivel at all times. But UFC, you gotta like you have to think in so many different ways because there's so many different ways that 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 your opponent can hurt you. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So, so, like, overall, like, you have to think in boxing, it's like the only way you're going to hurt me is by punching me, right? It's mm-hmm. just the different yeah. ways you can punch me and how you can punch me, right? In UFC, it's like I can go for a hit and you could throw me down to the ground and, and, and wrap my neck up in two seconds. And I don't know what's going <laughs> on, you know? Like, and yeah. it, the same thing goes for a leg kick, same thing goes for like the clinch. It's just there's so many different aspects. So, Yes, I do agree with you. I do believe that UFC is a little bit harder. But now, I would never want... Let's, let's, I'm going to be honest right here. I would never want Jake Paul in an octagon. Because that's just like a death wish. I'm like, yeah. it, doesn't, mm-hmm. it wouldn't make sense. He's smart enough to know not to do that. Right? Yeah, he's of course. Got, he's, he got in the boxing area. He got the attention that he wanted. Right? And he got mad money off of it as well. Right? So now... He's starting to build credibility in boxing. For him to go in the octagon, octagon, <laughs> octagon would be would be a terrible would be a terrible mistake, right? Now mm-hmm. we think of it this. I want to think of it this way. You said that you want to see him versus Canelo, right? I'm gonna be honest. I don't even want to see him versus Canelo. I don't want to see him. And I, the reason I say that is because I feel as if he's not at. He doesn't deserve that. There's no, other fighters in this world. That have been boxing for who knows how long, right? And no, yeah, use, he doesn't. Like they, they didn't use social media platforms to get to where they are. Like they they've been grinding just strictly boxing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah. they probably deserve a, a fight, a, a chance more than he does. Of, oh, you know, without a doubt. He, yeah, without a doubt. So in 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 my opinion, I feel as if like he doesn't deserve to fight Canelo for anything, right? But I want I want to see Jake Paul. Maybe not fight like a bad boxer, but a mediocre boxer that everyone knows about. You know, someone that we know that's good at boxing, that's been in the sport, 
and that's or you can versus the upcoming one. The one the one person I'm thinking about is Ryan Garcia. That's the only person I'm thinking about he's right good. now. Or that, Tommy Fury. He's 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 all right. Yeah, Tommy Fury, another one. But like overall, like those two right there, that would be that'd be a really good fight in my opinion. That'd be I would love to see what he's able to do against them because those dudes are pros in my opinion. Like those guys are the real deal. You can get a really good fight out of that. Now, Canelo, Jake must be no. out of his mind. Yeah, he must be only, out of his mind. I want to clarify my statement with that. The only reason why I said Canelo is because I want to see Jake Paul get like like knocked out. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. the only reason why I want him to versus Canelo because I want to, to be easy win. Just Jake, put Jake Paul in his place. But you said Tyson yeah. Fury too. I was like, that can't happen. I know <laughs> it definitely can't happen. But you know, someone gotta stop him. You know, I Yo. guess, Jake Paul, this is a shout out to you, man. You know what? You know what, Eric? I think I think I'm promoting myself like Jake Paul did. Jake Paul. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Me, what's me going you, on here? Me and you in the ring, but I want like twenty five million for the for the fight. Yo, me and you in the yo. ring. Yo, Jake. Yo, if we do that, bro, I'll step in the ring with you for a couple million, bro. Yo, we could, we could stage it and everything. You could knock me out in two seconds. It's all good. Uh, I, I'll go to sleep. I don't, it don't matter. It don't matter. You pull a Ben Askren. I, I'll lay down. I'll lay down in, in in the ring for the first two seconds of the match. I'll be done. Yeah. Just tap me in the stomach and we're good. Gone. Uh, who knows? So, maybe you're like maybe you're like the next Muhammad Ali. You never even know it. Imagine, imagine I got in the ring and knocked it. Yo, imagine. <laughs> Uh, that would be crazy! Oh my awesome. gosh, that's awesome. David, maybe, <laughs> maybe David, maybe we should start like just boxing random people, bro. <laughs> you know, I, I think on our Instagram, uh, we just got to like keep on hashtagging like uh, bad mouthing people so they can fight. No, them. I can't. So we get paid. <laughs> like Jake I can't do that. I literally can't bring myself to do that. But maybe what we can do, maybe like obviously we would do it safely because like. I'm not trying to like no one. None of us are trying to get hurt. Maybe like <laughs> you, maybe like you and me could like put like a head guard and like put on, like knock us, knock each other out. Yeah, like like we like we like go like what like three rounds, right? And then like, we put on like head guards and like, like we put on like that big protective stuff, so like we realistically none of us really get hurt. But like, <laughs> oh god, go are you sumo wrestling? Like, basically, uh, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That'd That's be funny. cool. That'd be it cool. Would. Like a little little fun match. Like there's no beef though. I can't like none of none of that none of that beef stuff. Like, oh my gosh, I don't like you. Like I can't. Yeah. I can't do all that. But, but <laughs> just for just for fun. Maybe. Yeah, That's like future. That's future talk. That's future talk. Yeah. For, but, we, gotta, we gotta train for that. But overall, is another before I go into like another part that I wanted to talk about about this debate topic, we do have two audio messages, ladies and gentlemen. Now I'm going to go ahead and say this right now. I don't know who this is personally. Right. Um, it's a new, it's a new person, right? And he's also no longer in the stream. So, with that being said, and for some reason Sarah's not letting me see this, this message right here. So I'm gonna go ahead and play it, right? I'm gonna just prepare yourself, right? But at the same time, it could be something normal. But I'm gonna go Mm -hmm. ahead and play it, and if it's like not, um, appropriate, we'll just exit it out, and then we'll just keep moving on. But here is Doctor Vape. His name's Doctor Vape. So (laughs) here we go. Here we go. Realize that everyone wants to see. Jake Paul and Logan Paul knocked out because they're a bunch of dumbasses. So the thing is, any match they're going to get in, they're going to win because what they're doing is they're paying these people. They're kind of like not main star athletes. Like this guy that they're fucking about to fight. He's not somebody I've heard of in UFC. Like he's not a good 
Fucking, you know, he's like, these are all like fucking burned out athletes, like Ben Askren. These guys, all they're doing is they're getting money off of these pay-per-views. So everyone wants to see them knocked out. It's not, they're not going to give it to their audience. And they're going to keep making so much money. So it's like, you guys going to understand this shit is all fucking rigged. Like, mm-hmm. did you see the fight with fucking <laughs> Floyd Mayweather? Bro, he mopped the floor with that motherfucker. But the thing is, he's like even holding it up, trying not to make him knocked out. Because they don't want to get knocked out. That's why, you know, Floyd Mayweather did an exposition. It's not serious. Like, these boys are just making money out of this shit. That's true. I'm just making wow. money. That's basically what they're doing at the end of the day. That is so true, man. That you just why wow. he so he thinks it's rigged, Doctor Vape, man. He thinks it it's is rigged. rigged. It has to be I, rigged because I, I can't believe. And if this is true, like that 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 this is happening, uh, like he's actually winning legitly, I would be surprised because I don't I don't believe it one bit. But you know, I don't know. All right, well let's go ahead and let's go ahead and play his next volume message. Let's see what he has to say. Here we go. Any sports betting app? Just bet on the Paul brothers. For like the next at least three fights, <laughs> they'll have like an epic loss against somebody that's actually a fighter. And they'll be like, "Well, we're not really actually fighters," because yeah, you rig every match. Yeah. So yeah, listen, if you guys got any type of spe- sports betting app, fucking bet on the Pauls, man. This shit's rigged. <laughs> that's so true. You get so much money real quick. That is so true. Just finesse everybody. Just get <laughs> yo. It'd be the one time that we would like decide to do that, and they would lose too. I know. And that know, would be our luck. Put my whole life savings into it, see if it can double. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be probably, oh, no. That'd be one of the worst things that you can do. That'd be one of the worst things you could do. But um, without further ado, man, let's keep it going, actually. Um, Because now we got Pablo, Pablo and Rodriguez in the building, bro. We got, nice. we got our boy. Yeah, we there got we go. him in the building. So let's go ahead and play. He has two audio messages for us. So let's go ahead and play these really quick. Here we go. What is good, my boys? Good, uh, good afternoon. Good. From British Columbia. Nice. I don't know why I have to say that, but oh well. How's it going, guys? How's your weekend? Hope your weekend was good. Hope everything's all well. Hope y'all safe. Um, yeah. To me, Tyron definitely won the fight. He was the aggressor the entire time. To me, I, I saw the whole thing. The only time, the, the only reason why he would have won, why he won, was probably because of the jabs he he he, he had. Because, I mean, that's how his game plan was. Just jab, 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 and then hug. Back yeah. up, thinking he's Floyd Mayweather now. But he didn't land any significant shots, but Tyron did. I mean, there's nothing else to say but that, like, to me, he won by maybe two, one or two rounds. It was, it was still close, but I feel like he won by two rounds. See, there it is. There it is. Wait, really quick, David. I want to tackle this really quick because mm-hmm. this is what I wanted to say from before. But Pablo got Pablo basically brought it out right now. First of all, shout out to Pablo. Thank you for popping yes. out, bro. Thank you. Um, we appreciate you. And I want to talk about that really quick. You know, I think Jake Paul being the showman that he is, right? A lot of people are always like, "Oh, I'm gonna knock you out first round, second round, third round, whatever." You know what I mean? So we go in expecting. Uh, like someone to got to go for like decapitation, you know, like they they going mm-hmm. to knock somebody's head off, right? Okay. Yeah. Personally, I think his goal was to just last. Okay, I don't think anyone mentioned that, or I haven't heard anyone mention that yet, because we hear Tyron. He's like, you heard Tyron. He want to knock him out early. You heard Jake. 
he wanted not he would Jake was predicting like second or third round knockout, right? But I think Jake was just saying that just to say that, and he actually wanted to just go the distance. Because realistically, at the end of the day, everybody knows that Tyron is the more experienced and better fighter, right? So when you look at it, and, and I was only able to catch the last round specifically, right? So I'm going, going based off this last round. And going off of what Pablo just said as well, the fact that he's just throwing jabs, basically counterpunching the entire time, right? Because Tyron was the aggressor. But going off the last round, we all, everyone knew Jake Paul going into it had the fight won, right? He had the fight won, and all he needed to do was to survive the last round, right? And mm-hmm. in, the, in the last round, he was clinching so much, so much clinching, bro. And I'm over here thinking, I'm like, what if this dude outsmarted literally everybody and was just like, I, I, I was talking about knocking him out second and third round, but realistically, all I wanted to do was last the entire fight and beat him by decision. I don't know. I think he always wants to knock people out, though. But at the same time, it's like, were you really? Was he? Let's be honest. Was Jake Paul really ever gonna knock out Tyron Woodley? Uh, no. I, 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 like that's that's what I mean. I highly doubt it. So, overall, I, I, that's my theory right there. I just want to drop that like really quick. I think mm-hmm. he wanted to go the distance. I think he actually wanted to go all the way through. So, all right, all right. Sounds interesting. I mean, I can't deny it, but. I don't know. I don't know, but shout out to Pablo, man. You guys heard it from Pablo. He saw the fight, and he told you that Tyron Woodley won, so you already know what that means. There it is, bro. But let's go ahead and keep... Let's keep it go. Let's keep it going. Um, Pablo sending in more audio messages, so we love it. Let's keep him playing. Let's keep him going, man. Here we go. And and now he's saying he wants to fight Canelo. He is on drugs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Go fight Canelo. How about this? How about fight either Tommy Fury first, an actual boxer, or fight Conor McGregor, someone that fought Floyd Mayweather? Like, come on. Did like either do that? Speaking, oh uh, speaking of on drugs, <laughs> speaking of on drugs, right? Eric, I told about, I talked about, I talked with you about this. Before. Oh yes, you did. But during like the the pre, like, there's like a pre-interview game, a post pre a pre-game interview. You know when they interview each other like face to face, all that stuff. But there's this one part where uh, Tyrone Woodley's talking about, he's looking at a uh, Jake Paul in the face, and he's like, he, and he says. Speaking of bumps, those bumps that you have on your face kind of alarm me. You wouldn't have to be, ta- you wouldn't have happened to be taking PEDs, are you? And Jake Paul was, in- was saying, "Are you building an excuse?" Blah blah blah. And Tyron Woodley saying, "Like you're enraged and you're unor- unorthodox. Those are all signs of PEDs." And and Paul was like totally denying it. Blah blah blah. But Woodley did say that in 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 that interview thing, he said, "You got a couple of people in your camp that you might want to uh, evaluate. See how silent they are." So, I don't know. That sounds very uh, interesting. I have heard other statements saying that Jake Paul was on PEDs. I don't know if that's a biased statement or if that's true or, fa- or false. You know, I don't want to put a, I don't want to put a, a false statement on something that's not true or, or, or a statement that's not true. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I have heard it, so there's speculation. And if he is on PEDs, it's kind of messed up, man. It's kind of messed up. That ruined everything. That ruined everything. That ruined everything. That'd be sad. Like I actually, I mean, realistically for me, I wouldn't be satisfied. I still want him to get in the ring and get knocked out. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like I that's that's what I want at the end of the day. <laughs> PEDs are yeah. not, bro. I 
want to see that man get slumped badly. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. But that that's another thing that's out there. Did did did, did Jake Paul take out Pete? Did not take out, but did he take? Did he take yeah, interesting. I don't, I don't know. know. We don't know. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. No, let me stop. But <laughs> what's it called? Overall, man, that's it's still a good thing. Still a good point to bring up. But um, let's go ahead and go on to the next one. That's from Pablo Rodriguez again. Here we go. Nice. Honestly, that's how the Pauls are too. That's the thing. Well, besides, uh, I feel like Logan is the one that can kind of keep more promises like that. Like, look at the fight that he had with KSI the last couple times. They they did both knock each other down. And all that, so he he wanted he was throwing the bombs. Jake, on the other hand, yeah, he is more of the he's more the Floyd type, not like like uh, style wise, but like he's more of he just wants to survive. He wants to survive. He actually just wants to last the rounds and maybe win by points. He won't keep the promise that he says he's gonna say like, oh, I- I'm gonna knock you out type of thing. You're just saying that so you can. So, so you can either piss the dude off even more, or to just, or to just like get obviously pay per view numbers, which is what they got. Exactly. You know, right, Pablo, Pablo, it's all about the business at the end of the day. All about what, how much money he's putting in his pocket. He's a showman, man. He's he's he is ninety nine IQ when you really think about it. Mm-hmm. He's, no, he's a, he makes a thousand IQ plays, bro. The dude, the dude's like, dude knows how to draw a crowd. He knows how to get attention. At the and end of the thing. day, what happened? No, go ahead. I was, I was like, at the, at the end of the day, bro, the dude knows how to make money. Like, or he knows how to make money just based off his name and his mouth. Think mm-hmm. about that. Like, he's I mean, very good. Yeah. yeah, it does help that he was already famous. So, his platform, yeah. his platform is already out there. But still, 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 his marketing strategy is genius. It's like a common record. Can you believe at one point Disney had this guy on, on their shows? Can, like, can you believe that? <laughs> this guy, a guy here that has like 18 million tattoos um, and he's cursing everybody out. At one point, Disney had him on a show. I saw I, I saw this meme. Uh, it was so funny. He's like, it's like you're, I'm Jake Paul and you're watching Disney Channel. And he does other things. And then all of a sudden, he <laughs> to a next video of him like cursing people out. <laughs> crazy, funny. bro. Absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy, man. See? Crazy how far he's come though. But um, mm-hmm. without further ado, let's go ahead and play this other audio message, audio message that Pablo just sent in right now, man. Here we go. All right, now that we got that box thing out of the hand, let, yeah. let's go to another real topic. Oh, the fuck going on with Ronaldo? He gonna be in fucking Man yeah, U? Come on, yeah, yeah. Ronaldo, Man U. Now with Varane, Sancho. Oh, come on, Man U gonna win the title now. Yeah. Well, if no, no I'm, I'm sorry. They're not going to win the title. It's Man City, what? but they're they're really close. They're, they're close to maybe being second in in the in the in the Premier League, and now um, and now maybe they they could maybe contend for the Champions League. And another side note: Mbappe is not going to go to Madrid. Madrid apparently decided to step out of yeah. of that race. Yep. yep. Unfortunately, but shout out to Pablo, man. But I think. I think we got to get into it now, man. I think we got to get into that Ronaldo thing. Listen, if you don't mind, can I just yeah. say it for my big do not big do? Because it was one of my things. So do you mind just, like, introducing it and I'll just, like, go first? And, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll introduce right. the next segment right now. So, All right, go ahead. 
Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a next segment called Big Deal, Not a Big Deal. It's very simple. Rules are, are not rocket science, but it's uh, basically me and Eric, we give topics back and forth to each other, and we state whether they are a big deal or not a big deal. So, Eric, go first. <laughs> All right. Well, this one came out of nowhere. This is <laughs> off the top of my head. But uh, what's it called? Ronaldo's a Man United, David. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Big this deal. Is... Yeah, big go deal. ahead, man. Uh, people, I heard people calling him a snake. Oh, oh, um, yeah, I, me. I yeah, me. I don't, my, I don't know if my ears are, are checked. Yeah, correctly, I did. But, ah, I think I think we can put that title off of his name now. I mean, a hundred percent. Got the deal with Man United, man. I'm happy. I'm happy. He's going back. No, no bad, no bad name on Ronaldo's uh on Ronaldo's name. But uh, I think this house Man United. I thought Man United is a better fit for Ronaldo than Man City, just based off of the lineup that they have. Really? But, yeah, I, I believe so. I, I think that was better fit because I think with Gabriel Jesus and the Man City versus uh, Greenwood or Cavani and Man United. But I think Ronaldo's going to fill that that spot, that number striker spot. He's not a winger like he used to be. He's not as fast as he used to be. But, man, his aerial threat and his striking is absolutely off the charts. And he will be that striking force for Man United. And, ladies and gentlemen, get ready for Man United to win not only the league, but Champions League and any Stop. other – Cup that they have. Stop it's it. It's gonna happen. It's gonna Stop happen. It. It's gonna Stop happen. Stop it. It's gonna happen. No way he actually just said the Man United. You just basically said Man United are gonna win the treble. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Do you yeah. know? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you know who this team? What what this team's about? Like, do you know? You know? You know who Man United are right? Like you. Yeah. You I know mean, how they other operate. Than, other right? other than Ole, yeah. I mean, they're pretty good. This this is a team that basically should have lost to Wolves the other day. By the way. They versus Wolves well, and only beat they, them one nothing. They didn't they have Ronaldo. They should have lost. They should have lost. They Either either way, bro. I'm I, I'm gonna say this much. I'm not shocked, like realistically, that he went to Man United. I'm actually grateful that he went to Man United because, like David said, I did not want him to. See, I did not. I don't think anyone wanted to see him to go to Man City except for Man City fans. Because like, yeah. it's like he couldn't. He couldn't. He literally couldn't. And then like, also after the, after our podcast on Thursday. I was looking at it, and, like, you had other people like Paul Scholes. He, he came and he spoke out about it. He's like, if you're a Man United player, you don't go to play the Man for Man City. It's just that simple. Same thing with Rooney. Rooney said he finds it really hard if Ronaldo's going to go to Man City. He's like, but, hey, you got to do what's best for you, right? Mm-hmm. That's another thing that you can respect. But at the same time, Rooney was Rooney was like, if it was if it was ever me, I would never do it. But this, but when you really think about it, Rooney's a bigger Man United legend than Ronaldo is, so like it's a different yeah. story. But overall... Overall, it's like Man United players alone, history wise, they would have not respected that move. No one would have respected that move. So I'm very glad that he did not go to Manchester City and he went to Man United, right? And um, it definitely does add the fact that like Man United are or they were already goaded as it is as a team, but now they're even more like stacked, if anything, right? And um, I already had them winning the league, right? I know Pablo said that that he, he thought Man City were gonna win the league. I personally think Man City aren't going to win the league strictly because they're struggling to find a really like they don't have they have a striker but they don't have a striker if that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. They have they don't they don't have a true true number nine. Fernand Torres is good, but like they don't have that Harry Kane that Lewandowski that's still available. Hint hint. But um, what's it, what's it called? <laughs> they don't have that big guy. They don't have that big guy on top right now. So I personally think Man United are the complete team. They have everything in every aspect, right? The only thing that Man United are possibly missing is a 
defensive center, defensive mid, like in a, like a Conte type vibe, so that it can mm. pair perfectly with Pogba, right? But other than that, Ronaldo the Man United is insane. And also, I'd love to say this much: Mason Greenwood is in the best position that he could possibly be in right now. Yeah, oh that's true. My, this kid, because the kid is a natural striker, can shoot both left and right, clearly a stud of a player, clearly a stud of a player, right? In the last three games that Man United has played, scored three goals, is doing, he has a great start to the Premier League, right? And now he has Ronaldo coming in, right? So hopefully, I'm hoping that Mason Greenwood still starts because it, it, it might hinder his playing time. You can forget Edison Cavani's playing time. That's out the way. Yeah, that, that's gone. That's gone. He, he's going to be like a, a, a super, super sub at this point, right? And then mm-hmm. on top of it all, like, you have Sancho, Rashford, and um and Greenwood all competing. And then Ronaldo's, like, bona fide to be up top. Like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to yeah. definitely, like, there's no way he's not going to be starting, right? So, really, you have to think about it like this. It's like, Bruins going to be playing the 10. Who's going to be outside? Is it going to be Sancho and Rashford, Sancho and Greenwood, Greenwood and Rashford? It's like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a competition. And also, being the fact, um, this, was another, this was another one of my big deal, not big deal topics, but like, I'm just, I'm just going to say it now. We don't really have to answer it. But Daniel James recently just signed with Leeds. So that leads. Yes, he relieved. did. Yeah. That, that relieves some of the, um, the, the playing time. You know, it opens up some more space. But, um, as for as for this one, it's gonna suck because one great player that we know is amazing is not gonna get time or not enough time, right? And that is the that's the main thing I'm looking at right now. So I'm hoping that if it is Greenwood since he's young or something, I hope he does play though under Ronaldo so we can learn more. I think it could be amazing. Um, but Sancho and Rashford, it's really hard. But overall, at the end of the day, Man United, I had them winning the league at most and maybe like. The FA Cup or the Carabao Cup, whatever it is, I don't, I, don't, I, I, whatever, anything in England, outside of England, no, they're not winning the Champions League. Stop it. Yes, they are. No, yes, they're they are. too. They choke too much. It's just Man United no. ways. They choke sir, way too much. Sir, they, they got they got Ronaldo on the team. Bro, Ronaldo, it doesn't. I don't, know, I don't know if you heard Ronaldo in the Champions League, but I think he's pretty good. Yeah, um, no, I I've I heard of Mr. Champions League. I've heard of Mr. Champions League. It's like LeBron in the playoffs. Don't get don't don't I know. Trust uh, me. I definitely know. But at the same time, he's been they, Juventus had Ronaldo. Where did Juventus go? <laughs> Juventus Juventus was was worse than Man United. Juventus Bro, also fun fact, Juventus the the, the minute they lost Ronaldo, they lost to Empoli. I think it's called Empoli. I I Empoli, I'm yeah. I'm sorry for pronouncing that wrong, but either way, they lost to a newly promoted side and <laughs> the next time. Post post life around Ronaldo. So uh, Juventus, they're in trouble right now. They're in big trouble out there, big man up top. But that is true. Either way, I think it's a big deal. Ronaldo's gonna add a lot to Man United, and Man United are ready to go, bro. They're ready to go. Yeah, definitely. I mean, at least we all know one thing, Man United is gonna be title contenders, if not winning the title, so they need to win the title. They need to. Yeah, they it's do. like they it's to. a must. See the mm-hmm. thing. I'm just nervous. For, I feel like I'm nervous. I'm nervous for when Kevin De Bruyne comes back because then I tell you the man. The man. You the Manchester Derby is going to be madness. That's going to be a game. To That's watch. gonna be fun. That's gonna yeah. be fun. It's gonna be really fun to watch. But um, without further ado, David, before you say your topic, do you mind if I play these um next two audio messages really quick? Yeah, let's do them. All right, here we go. This one, these are from Pablo Rodriguez. Here we go. Man, you ain't winning no trouble. Mm-mm. Nope. They're not winning the trouble. <laughs> Don't yes, at me. Are. 
If you want, yeah, put me yeah. in here. Okay. I will tell you reasons. There's no way they're gonna win the treble. Maybe yeah. one title, for sure. Maybe one. Maybe one of the cups. There's a higher chance we'll get the Champions League more than the like more than the Premier League. FA Cup, maybe. 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 That's a definite. That's no, definite. it's not. No, it is not. Bro, they almost lost to Wolves. Like, Without Ronaldo. 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 Oh, oh, just because. Oh, my God. Ronaldo. Bro, I'm telling you, bro. You know what? Like, the Premier League. I like how we said this, though. I like how we said um, they have a better chance of winning of winning the Champions League than they do the Premier League. And that's actually true when you think about it. Because there's le- like, the Premier League is, is yoked. It is crazy. It's it's just mm-hmm. just stacked with great teams. So, ah, uh, that's true. I tell you one thing though. One thing I do want to say: if Man United don't win a single title this year, oh, that's, that's fi- embarrassment. Fire Ole, get out! Like, yeah. get, get out! I'm sorry. There's no way this team is too good not to be winning at least one trophy. At least one. Yeah, that's true. But. No, they're not winning the travel, David. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This. I mean, there's only one way to find out. I guess we'll we'll, we'll have a conversation in, in the future, and we'll see Man United winning everything, and uh, we'll go back on this day, episode 18. So, I forgot. To, I forgot to mention, guys. This just in. Um, David is actually a Manchester United fan now. By the way, I actually no, I actually am. That David is my is joke. Actually a Manchester. I am a Manchester United fan, <laughs> and, I, and I will admit it. I am a Ronaldo fan, so I follow Ronaldo. So, that's respectful. Like, that's not goes, weird. Yeah, that's not wherever weird. Ronaldo yeah. goes, I follow. I follow that team. If Ronaldo went to Leeds, I would have been a Leeds United team fan. Crazy, so. crazy. David was a Real Madrid fan, then he was a Juventus fan. Now he's back mm-hmm. to being Man United fan. Yeah, um, let's go, bro. That's fine. <laughs> I, I, I respect that. I respect that. Uh, so what's what's gonna happen when Ronaldo retires for you? Uh, I don't even want to bring it up, man. That, that might be a terrible <laughs> day. That might be a bad day. David's gonna like be crying, bro. He's gonna be, <laughs> dude, it's gonna be bad because, bro, you need a team. I mean, Barca's always oh, welcome you with open arms. Barca, welcome yeah, you. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, definitely. And West Ham as well. We oh, we welcome. We welcome I mean, you with open I'll take I'll take I'll take West Ham. West Ham and Wolves. West Ham and Wolves. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know if you can pick two Premier League teams. <laughs> can you pick two, two Premier League? Just do, just do West Ham and Barca. It's it, it's better that way. No, oh, Wolves, no, no, no. Wolves and Barca. Just pick no, Barca. No, no, no. Like, nope, 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 <laughs> nope, 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 and nope. Oh, my gosh. I think that part of you makes you a Real Madrid fan. I'm not going to lie. Once you retire, I, so. I think it does. I think so. But either way, bro, let's, let's go ahead and go on to the next audio message. What do you say? Let's do it. All right, here we go. I just realized something as well. Guess what number Cavani has on his shirt? Big boy This is gonna be interesting. I think they have to give. Prem- I think that. I think Manu has to ask for permission for the Premier League, so they can get the the kit numbers changed. Because obviously Ronaldo's gonna be number seven, and Cavani is number seven right now. That is true. I was going to say number 17, but a player on the team, Fred, has number 17. Oh, so. fire him. Yo, get Fred out of here, bro. <laughs> number nine, uh, um, Anthony Martial has number nine. Ah, Ew, another one. Ah, just get rid of them. <laughs> bro, Anthony Martial, bro, he shaved his head thinking that he would turn into Thierry Henry, and it just went ab- absolutely opposite. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dude went bald and thought he was prime Henry, and 
It's just yeah. It's just what abs. He's prime freaking. I don't even know. He's just, he's prime trash. It's just not good. Oh, ouch, ouch. Oh my gosh. But either way, man, I tell you this much. Um, I honestly don't think that um they can change the number until next season because I think there's a rule by yeah. a certain time everything has to be in. So I think Ronaldo might have to come in and just take a new number and then they'll switch it back eventually. You know? Ew. Yeah, it's kind of weird to think about. What if he's like thirty five like- or something? I was thinking 35 or 30. Ew, what? Oh, uh, if he took 30, Messi. Messi. if he took 30, that'd be fire, I think. <laughs> Messi 30, the 30s versus, the 30 for 30 ESPN. Oh, Messi versus Ronaldo. That's yo, film. We just had the ESPN. Come on, yo, we get that can they sign us already? Like, what's going on? Yo, it is so good, bro. So yo, good. what's going on? What's going on, bro? Like, <laughs> we just we just came up with that in literally 30 seconds. Look, 30 seconds, 30 for 30, Messi versus Ronaldo. Come on. Dude, that's, that's awesome. That's a true talent. That's a true yeah. talent. We, we were nasty. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They need to call us up right now. Guys, share this on the PSPN. Make sure make sure Max Kellett – wait, never mind. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ouch, ouch, <laughs> you got to do him like that. Oh, man. oh my gosh, we're only joking right here though. We're only joking. Oh my goodness. But um what do you think about that, David, with the number situation? Uh I mean, they can't really think much about it because if the rule had if there's a rule stating that they can't take it, then we're not just gonna have to pick a number. And then next year they're gonna be like, Cavani, yeah, see you later, buddy. <laughs> but that's basically it. Yeah, man. Alright, okay. But let's all right, let's go ahead and go on to the next audio message, which is from Pablo again. Here we go. See, just because they have an addition of Ronaldo doesn't mean it gives him a higher chance of winning everything. Yeah, you it have does. you have like the one of the two you have one of the two greatest players in this generation, if not ever, back in your team. But even though he's like what, 37? 37, 38? Like yeah, he'll 36. still play well. He won't play as he as he used to be. But come on. It's it's just going to be interesting in how he is now with a with a team that with a team and with a coach that he used to play with. Remember, he used to play with Soljar and now he's coaching him. But on another thing, let's be honest. We know damn well the reason why Ronaldo went to Man U cuz fucking his dad Ferguson has a lot of pull and be like, "Nah, mm-mm, come to Man U." <laughs> his dad Ferguson. His dad, Ferguson. His dad. I mean, yeah, I mean, he helped him, but that could have been a big reason. But without further ado, Eric, can we move on to the next big deal? Not a big deal. Yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. All right. So the NFL has come out with the top 100 list, and basically, it's ranking oh, God. the top 100 people in the NFL. I won't go through the hundred because that's way too long. But I'm gonna do top 10. Top 10 right. of the best players. And these were picked by the players themselves. Oh. Yeah. I like that. So, at number 10, we got Josh Allen, the quarterback from the Bills. Number 9, TJ Watt, linebacker of the Steelers. Number 8, DeAndre Hopkins, wide receiver of the Cardinals. Number 7, Tom Brady. Uh, number wow. 6, Devontae Adams. Uh, number 5, Travis Kelsey, tight end for the Chiefs. Number four, Derrick Henry, running back for the Titans. Number three, Aaron Rodgers, quarterback with the Packers. Wow. And number two, Aaron Donald, 
<laughs> Aaron Donald. I'm laughing because we had a, we had a topic about this last episode. <laughs> and that monster. Up. Yeah, but Aaron Donald, number two, he's a def- defensive tackle for the Rams, and at number one, no other than Patty Mahomes, quarterback for the uh, for the Chiefs. So, all right. Well, I disagree with this list, and you already know why. Oh. Where's Lamar? Where's Lamar? Where's Lamar? Where's Lamar? Lamar is 24th. Oh my god! (laughs) 24? Yeah. What? (laughs) Oh my gosh. They disrespected him bad. No, they they put him in a good spot. Good spot. What? Not even top 20? Not even top 20. These are the best players, but. Yeah, it's and we're talking about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, the God, man. All right, I'm I'm a little bit, I'm 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 a Lamar fan. Sorry guys, but that was about. <laughs> but um, realistically, I do have a question though. Um, yeah. Well, I'm I am actually like, like a little bit shocked about. Um, where's Christian McCaffrey? Is is that is his name, right? I'm not I'm not bugging Christian McCaffrey. Christian, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, where's yeah. Christian McCaffrey? Uh. Like Derrick Henry's up there. Why isn't he in the? I don't know. I'm trying to look for him right now, and I can't find anything. I don't even know if he made the top 100. What? Yeah, all right, all right, all right. That, that <laughs> can't be true. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at it wrong, but. That cannot. There's yeah, that, no that way. That cannot be true. That cannot be true. Let me go over it again. Wait. Give me one second. Give me one second. I wouldn't be mad if he was above Lamar because, like, I know he's a baller. But, like, like realistically, I'm saying if, if he was above Lamar, it makes sense. But, like, he's not even in the top 10. Got to be in the top 15. He's number 44. What? Well, I know, I know. That's a little, but that's the re- reason being is because he spent last year on injury. So, I can oh see that. nah, they're bugging, they're bugging. Mm-hmm. I don't even care. He spent it, it, it on injury. Forty four. Another one. Where? Where's uh? Where's uh? What's his name? Saquon Barkley. Where's he? He uh. Mm, see, that's a little bit different. Mm. Same thing. Uh, same thing. They're kind of yeah. It's kind of the same thing. But I don't know. I feel like Christian McCaffrey's more, more of a shock, in my opinion. That's it. I, I think the only, only reason is because he got injured. But is is Russell Wilson in the top twenty? He Russell has to be, right? Wilson. He has. He's number twelve. Yeah, he has to be. He just missed out. Wow. Okay. Wow. And Tom, they had Aaron Rodgers above Tom Brady as well. That's a big yeah. one. Yeah. That's, that's a, a big I, one. I, I get. I even though that's a big one, I kind of respect it because Aaron Rodgers. Had MVP for se- uh, performance season last year, so yeah, I can kind of see it. All right, all right. They had D Hop in there as well, right? They had DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I kind of um, respect. I kind of respect it, man. I-, I can't really disagree with it. But yeah, it's, good. it's a good list. It's a good list. I mean, Lamar should be one, but like, oh, okay. All right, Lamar wins MVP. Lamar wins MVP is gonna be a great day for you. Yeah, I'm gonna be screaming. I'm gonna be screaming <laughs> down the place, but um. I liked it. That was a good. That was a good one, David. That was a good topic Thank right you. there. But um, what's it called? We do have an audio message from ten a eighty six. You might have to play that really quick. Let's do it. All right, man. Shout out to ten a eighty six, and here's your audio message. What up, boys? What up, boys? What up, boys? Back at it. Back at it. Yo, <laughs> where's Stafford? Stafford's not in the top ten. Something's no. wrong with that list. No. Something's wrong with that list. No, Drastic, Dave. Something's wrong with that list. Mean? What do you mean is wrong? Stafford. Stafford. Wait, I'm trying to look for him right now, actually. 
I wouldn't put uh, him in the top ten though. I wouldn't put him, I wouldn't in, the put him in the top ten either. Maybe maybe after the season when he does good with a new team. I'll put but... Lamar over Stafford. Hold up, wait a minute. You know, what, I can agree it. with that. I can agree with that. Yeah, I can put Lamar over Stafford. Uh, wait, I'm trying to find Stafford right now, so I might. I'm doing intense looking right now. Intense. He should be intense. at the. I mean, what? I'm gonna I mean, need glasses pre- after this. If Christian McCaffrey is freaking is freaking forty four, Matthew Stafford might be hundred. I don't even like. I don't even from, know if he's to be honest. I don't even know if he's in the top. 100. That's cap. See, that can't be. Ain't no yo. These ratings, bro. You know what I think happened? I think the players really focused on their top ten mostly, and then like they didn't really care about like the, top, <laughs> the rest the, of the people. <laughs> yeah, they, really, they probably really didn't. They realistically didn't care about the rest of the people, you know? Because I I doubt that they had every single NFL player sit down and was like. Give me a hundred players that you think are the best. Like what? Yeah. No. They got they got Deshaun Watson at eighteen. They have no ten A eighty six. Wow. Matthew Stafford in the top one hundred. Wait a minute. They put Deshaun over Lamar. I'm like Deshaun Watson's not even gonna be playing this year. <laughs> Deshaun's over Lamar. Yeah. I'm done. This list is whack. All right, the top ten is good. This list is whack though. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> what? I don't make the list, man. I don't make the list, but Christian McCaffrey at forty four, Lamar at twenty four, and freaking Deshaun Watson at what eighteen? You 18, said, yeah, makes 18. sense. Makes really good sense. Really, and then one person above him, Deshaun Watson at seventeen, is Xavier Howard, cornerback from the Dolphins. I think that's completely wrong. But what is going on? I know. I don't know. What is that? The top ten is good. Top ten is good, but I think everything else is goes down. Um, I'm telling you, they didn't. They didn't. The the players themselves, they probably realistically did not care about the top 100. That's a little bit dragged. They probably just focused on that. But hey, man, they pick, they pick names out of a hat just to see. Yeah, they're like, oh, Christian McCaffrey. Okay, yeah, put him there. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, then. Well, David, that was a, that was an awesome topic, man. I think there's a lot of people that to say about it. To be honest, because we got a lot of audio messages, man. Wait, so, real quick, real quick. Yeah, go ahead. I found. They have they broke it up into positions too, so they have like a, a top twenty quarterbacks. And okay. Matthew Stafford is at number fifteen of quarterbacks, so he's pretty low on that list. I'm not gonna lie. Wait, so, so I, where's where is ready? Uh, uh, where's Lamar on that list? Lamar is number eight. So it's possible that Stafford's like low eighties on like the yeah. hundred top hundred list. He's probably like towards the bottom. If he's fifth, you said he was what? He was 15th in the quarterback rankings. Wow, they did him dirty. Yeah, that's a little low. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of upset about that. Now. Wow, these guys. You know, who they, you, know, you know who they put in front of him? Who? Joe Burrow at number 12. Baker uh, Mayfield at number 13. Number uh, 14, Kirk Cousins. I'm like, what? 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 Kirk what? Cousins? Yeah. Nah, what is going on? What is wrong with this, bro? Oh, no. no idea. They got Trevor Lawrence at 19. Trevor Lawrence hasn't even played a game he in the NFL yet. He hasn't even touched the court. Oh, I said court again. I can't be bothered. Uh, he hasn't touched the field yet. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, 19. The dude was, yeah. dude was training spots for with. We didn't even know he was going to start over Minshew. He's 19. <laughs> if anything, uh, Minshew needs to be 17 at that point. No, no, no. no oh, no. gosh. These guys are bugging. I don't understand this. I know. All right. Well, either way, man, I'm excited to hear these audio messages, though. Are you ready for these? Yeah, let's do them. All right, here we go. Here's the first. Wait. Hey, wait, sorry. I have to ask this. If they broke it down into um, 
into into positions. Do you have the running backs in front of you or no? I do. Where's Christian McCaffrey? And how many are there? Uh, let me find out. This is 1 to 30. Christian McCaffrey is number one. Oh, what? Makes no sense. Christian McCaffrey is number one, but he is ranked 44th. And Dalvin Cook is number two, and he's ranked, I think, 14th. So, so, so I guess absolutely play- no sense. So the players just don't like Christian McCaffrey. That, that's, <laughs> what we're, that's what we're learning. They and Saquon like Barkley is number seven. Which well, is oh, very low my. Okay. I got to get off this topic because I'm looking at these, not these, these things, and it's not looking good. Oh, my goodness. All right, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and um, play these audio messages. Though. Yeah, this one's from Pablo. Here we go. All right, just for then, like you guys can probably think about this one. Um, this is just like an impromptu one for you. It's a big deal, not big deal. Okay. Rondo possibly going back to the Lakers. That was uh, one of my. He is the front runner on because Memphis bought out his contract, and now people, the uh, sources saying that he might be going back to L.A. to the Lakers. Will this be a big deal or not big deal? Because he'll be on the ba- he'll be he'll be six man to well not six man but he'll be basically be subbing Russ every time every time he goes out. What do you guys think? Pablo, Pablo, I'm gonna be real wait, with you. I th- wait, 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 Jamie, wait, wait, really quick, really what? quick, really quick. Before you go into yeah, it, before you go yeah, into yeah. it, right? right? Look, shout shout to Pablo, right? You read my mind, but really quick. Big deal, not big deal. Lakers are pursuing. They're, they're, they're mostly going to get Rondo after um after the Memphis Grizzlies decide to buy him out, and also um the deal's looking to be one year and for two two point six million million dollar deal. And they're all, they were considering getting it, but now that I said almost said Ronaldo, now that Rondo <laughs> now that Rondo's available, um I think they're dropping it from their discussions. But now go okay. You just repeated what Pablo said. I'm just kidding, but I, I, yeah. I had to put it in there. I had it. It was one of the uh, but then Pablo, Pablo has a great mind, and so like yeah. he just dropped it, man. But I'm gonna be real with you, Pablo and Eric. I, I really think not a big deal. I could really care less, and I'm saying that in the nicest way possible, just because I think Rondo's he's like 36 years old. He's gonna become extinct after a couple of years. But I just don't think. I mean, the deal, $2.6 million, I think Rondo's getting a steal out of that. He's getting over $2 million. But I just don't really see it being a big deal. When you got Malik Monk and other, and other uh, point guard or guard positions on that team, I really don't think Rondo – but he could add veteran leadership. But he already got LeBron James in there, so I don't really think it's a big deal. It might just add an extra role player, which might help him with going through the – with depth in the end of the season. But I just don't – I really don't think it's a big deal. Uh, you know, David, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that. I think it's a big deal. I think it's a very big deal, actually, too. Because, one, well, like, the not funny, but, like, the little, like, the the smaller side of it, I'd be, I feel, I feel bad for um, IT because now, like, Ronald kind of pushed it to the side. But, um, also, we have to remember, when the Lakers won in the bubble, Ronald played a big part in that. Ronald played a very big part in that. And for him to come back, to the team, I think like with the chemistry already being there, it just it builds the chemistry even more to be a better team. So, I think it is a big deal. I think it is. All right. What do you, what do right. you think about? But what do you you don't think that the chemistry is gonna like? You don't think like him coming back is like gonna play like a big part? They're basically reassembling that old championship team that they had. It, it might, but I'm just I just don't see it like that. I just don't really see it in that way. I'm just like, all right, Rondo's getting older. I know they have the chemistry, but it's just like ah. 
Like, what is he going to do to the team? Like, he's not going to okay. drop 10-plus points a game, you know. I mean, he's going to be that gritty player that everyone needs, but I just don't see that big of an impact when he's on – not when he's on the court, but as big of an impact that he can bring to the team. I don't know. All right. All right. I respect that. I respect it, man. But, uh, yeah, shout-out to Pablo, though. Pablo, you yeah. come out with these, with, these, with these great topics, man. I was, yes, sir. He got the Ronaldo one, and then he got the Rondo one. Literally, the first two ones I wanted to say, too. That's wild. That's awesome. Yeah. Keep them coming, too. Keep them coming. All right. Let's go on to the next audio message, which is from 10A86. Here we go. See, that's where the error is. If you have to look for Stafford, that's a problem. Stafford was selected <laughs> to go to the Rams to put the Rams in a uh, more mm-hmm. option and a uh, winning uh, position to go for the uh, the chip. But, uh, yeah. you know, if those linemen does not show up, any of those linemen does not show up and have terrific stats, that list is foul. I'm telling you right now, that list is foul. I respect it. I respect that. I, I can see the frustration. All right, listen. Um, I, I'll say as for, um, as for, like, the QB list, yeah. But, like, he's definitely not in the top ten for, like, all players. I, no. I'll say that much. He's not in the top ten no. for all players. He's definitely not. But, um, no, yeah. I, I do I, – I, I understand where he's coming from, though. I still understand where he's coming from. But, um, shout out to 86. Um, and let's go ahead and go on to the uh, next one, which is from Pablo. Here we go. I pull Lamar over Stafford as well. It's interesting that – I think the reason why Patrick Mahomes got number one is because he is the biggest threat out of everyone. I mean, yeah, you can also say Brady and and Rodgers. Um, Roger, uh, Brady seventh. I don't know. He could. He should have been top five. Rodgers would have like Rodgers, Brady, and and um Patrick. Obviously, that would have been top three, top five, for sure. But seven, damn. Oh, that's gonna be interesting. Um, Jared Goff is gonna have a very tough year in Detroit. Stafford, we'll see how we actually if. If they don't, if the uh, Rams do not regret making this decision, we're just going to see how the first game is at first. Yeah, I mean, I, I, Paolo, I, I think the Rams are going to be a very, very good team. Better than, than, than when they were when they versus Saints in the, 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 in the playoffs. But I think they're going to be better than that. They got a better quarterback, more experienced quarterback. And uh, that's it. They're going to go far. There it is, man. I, um... I I just I couldn't agree anymore. Honestly, I don't know what I don't have anything else to say because I just agree. You know, like you, just get, you yeah. just get to that point where it's like, okay, like yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like okay, like I know. But you said it perfectly, bro. You said it perfectly. Thanks, man. But um, let's go ahead and go on to the next audio message, which is from Pablo again. Here we go. And another thing, Deshaun, um, what is it? The Dolphins are. Are high favorites on on trading on trading to get Deshaun Watson. Are they probably gonna trade Tua for him? Maybe because he, he they'll basically make him hit their franchise quarterback because he's obviously he's like what twenty one twenty two he's it's a year after college, right? So yeah, it'll be it'll be good for it'll be good for Houston because then you got your new franchise quarterback. But with the Dolphins, it improves them. It it definitely improves them in the quarterback position. Yeah, I mean for sure. I mean that trade would help, but it's only if 
Deshaun Watson is going to play because of all these illegal allegations. But jeez, bro, know, these 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 illegal these illegal allegations always like that's just it's just sad to hear about them to be honestly. But overall, I feel like I heard about that trade like a while while back. Like I I why do I I feel like I heard about that like yeah. Way, like, it's becoming more interesting now. Like they're really? becoming more in depth with it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully that you know. Honestly, I don't really know if I want to say hopefully it does go through, but like, I mean, it'd be cool just to see. I guess you could say, um, Deshaun Watson on the Dolphins. You know, that'd be yeah. that'd be that'd be a whole new different look. But either way, man, it just depends on how he performs overall because a lot of stuff going on outside of football that needs to be fixed, and then we can focus on football. You know what I mean? That 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 is hundred percent true. But but um. You can go, David, you can go ahead and say your next big deal, not big deal topic, man. All right, sounds good. So, basically, there's a Little League World Series that went on, and uh, it was the final, the championship game. And uh, Michigan beat Ohio uh, for their first championship since 1959. Big deal, not a big deal. Michigan beat Ohio in the Little League Series. Yep. Uh, um, uh, I'm being honest. No offense, little guys. <laughs> I'm gonna sound so mean right now, but no offense, little Ouch. guys. No, like this is not a big deal in my opinion. Ouch. I, I, I'll be honest, I don't care like at all. Like, oh. just, like, like it's it's just it's it's good for them. Obviously, like their future, like it helps their future, helps them get better, helps their confidence. Amazing, right? And definitely keep doing this little league shit. Like, don't ever stop doing it. Obviously, because like it's all it's awesome the way to like prepare kids for like when they actually get to the big stage but um for me i don't really care enough about it to be like yeah it's a big deal you know but congratulations yeah (laughs) chill man chill they're only only 13 years old man yo they're they're gonna listen by the time realistically they're gonna get a paycheck by the time they're like our age or like by the time they hit like what 20 20 something they'll be getting a paycheck so they'll be fine so, so, they they so, so screw them. So screw them. <laughs> no, no. They're getting paid. They're getting paid. We're not. They'll be fine. They're getting paid. Getting... Uh, oh, my goodness. All right. Well, let's go ahead and go on to the next. Well, we have an audio message, actually. So let's go ahead and play this audio message. Here we go. Man, here's a question. Now that I realize about the whole Little League thing, should they do this same thing? Obviously, the, the televised, like, like, Little League games, like the kids. For basketball. Yes. What do you guys think about that? That would yes. be very interesting. Yes. I like it. Yes. I like it. Please. I would watch that. Me too. I mean, I would, I would make, watch that. It would be very good for the kids, you know. Definitely make them, you know, play in the tournament. Who doesn't want to play in the tournament? But, like, get televised, all televised publicity on you. And got scouting. Yeah, that's true. That would be that. perfect for the kids. For every for every sport out there, they should do one for soccer. They should do one for every single sport. Like they would do one for baseball. They should do one for basketball, football. You know all the other stuff. I feel like for soccer is a little bit different. I feel like soccer is basically just the youth academies. You know what I mean? Like true, true. That that's that's kind of like a different story. But like for basketball, they don't really have youth academies. You know what I mean? Like they have you know you have AAU obviously, but like but like you don't have like the youth the youth uh, the the youth Angeles Lakers. No, yeah, the um the Los Angeles Lakers like youth squad or like, like you know what I mean the New York Knicks yeah. youth squad something like that. But like 
I wish they did that, right? And they, like, put out a team of, like, all ages to compete at, like, a very high level for little kids. That'd be amazing. That would be amazing. You know? Yeah. But um, same thing for football, too, like you just said. Same thing for football. Maybe even hockey. You never know. Hockey, yeah, that's a big one. I don't even know if they do this stuff, but at least televise it. Yeah, televise it. Make it big. Make it big, bro. Make the kids get used to it because eventually, if they're on that team right now, eventually they're going to make it to That's what you want them to believe, at least. Like, you want them to strive, and it makes the competition better. You know what I mean? You want them yeah, to strive yeah. for the greatest. So That's true. Hey, hey, man. Let's see. We'll see what happens, bro. But that's a great idea, Pablo. That's a great idea. I like but, it. Um, I like it. Without further ado, um, David, did you just went, right? You just went. Yeah, so it's your turn. All right, all right. Here we go. Um, let's go with a little bit of basketball. Let's go with a little bit of basketball. Okay. Here we go. So, um, oh yeah, this one's big, right? Laurie Markkinen has signed with the Cleveland Cavaliers on a four-year, $67 million deal, right? And it was also a three-team trade, basically, right? So, let's go, let's go ahead and look at this three-team trade. The Cavs receive Laurie Markkinen. The Trailblazers receive Larry Nance Jr. And the Bulls receive Derek Jones Jr., a first round and a second round pick. Hmm. So how how do you feel about that one? Uh I think the Cavs got a good player in Larry Markinen. But my only question is, where is he gonna play? On the is on the Cavs, right? On the yeah, Cavs, I mean, right? Where's he gonna got Evan Mobley, who is a power who's a power forward? You got you got Kevin Love, who's still on the team, and you got Jared Allen. Like, how, where's the spot for him? Like, where's well, he going in? Kevin Love is supposed to be getting traded away. I thought he didn't. He didn't want to be bought out. Yeah, that's why they're gonna try to go for the trade. They're gonna try to trade uh, him away. He doesn't want to be bought out, so they're just gonna try to trade away his contract. In other words. All right. Um, good luck with that. You got a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> and he's old, so. But it's gonna... who's the other? Who's the other two teams? Um, the Trailblazers and the Bulls. And the Trailblazers got Larry Nash Jr. That's a good one. That's a good pickup. I like that one. You I like do? One. I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay. I All right. Why, then, but I like it. So uh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this much. Who do you mm-hmm. think, if you had to rank, like, who had the best from this trade and who had the worst from this trade, from like one, from three to one, right? So from worst to best, who, like, give me the teams. Uh,. See, it's hard to say Larry Markkinen because he's a good player, a very good player. But the only reason why I would put him as three. Wow. Is because I don't like the fit. I don't like the fit. I don't like where he's going. But he will still be doing good. But I just don't like the fit that he goes with the Cavs. Unless they do something with Jared Allen or Evan Mobley. But I, I just don't like the fit. But you know what? No, I'm going to put Lowry, uh, Larry Markkinen at two. Derek Jones at three. And number one, I like Larry Nance going to. You really you respect Larry Nance that highly. Yeah, I think he's a good production player. We saw him in Los Angeles and back in his older days perform really good. And then Cleveland during with LeBron Airy did really good. So he will do something good with Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, and it brings in that big depth that they that big guy depth that they need. Who's also All athletic. Right. So Alright, I respect that. I respect it. Now for me. I want to say the reason I wanted to put Cavs on top because of the price that they got Lori for. I think they're 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 paying like a really good amount for a player that can be really good and has still has a lot of potential, right? For four years, sixty-seven million, that's really not a lot. 
for for Lori. And I think he can be a lot better too. So I'm gonna go That's ahead. I, at first, I thought that Larry Nance was at number three, to be honest. But now really? you you yeah, but you put like a different like aspect on it. And now I think about it, if you look at Larry Nance Jr. and Derek Jones Jr., the only thing about their games that's different is that Derek Jones Jr. can just jump higher. Realistically, yeah. I think Larry Nance can be better in every single aspect, right? So I'll, I'm going to go ahead and say that Larry Nance probably was a better pickup, was a better pickup for them. But they got the Bulls right. got Derek, the Bull, the Bulls got Derek Jones Jr. the first a first round and a second round pick. That's a good, that's a good pickups, and Derek Jones Jr. is a good pl- a player too. So. Yeah, so they they got a little bit of a future with that too. That's why I feel like the Bulls did get a get out get out um really well on this one, as well. So like overall, mm-hmm. it's like even for all the teams, kind of when you think about it. Yeah, I mean, it may, I mean, it's gonna help them tremendously in the future. Yeah, but um, that's my big deal, not big deal, man. All right, let's go into my next one, and this is a little bit of a MLB Major League Baseball. All right, and it is. You ready? You ready for it? I'm ready. Come on, hit me with it. Hit me with it. It's about the New York Mets. And uh, they did something. It wasn't with their play. They have won a couple games, but it's not with their play. This is with their their, uh, emotions and reactions. So the Mets fans are booing the players for their poor performances in the past 20 games or the last couple games. They're (laughs) booing them. As so, New York fans, we do that. But what happened was shocking. It made the news headlines is that Javi Baez, the the second baseman or the shortstop for the Mets, when he when he hit a home run or anything, when he hit the ball, and many other players on the Mets did this as well. When they hit a home run or a double or anything, they gave the fans a thumbs down. What? <laughs> they, the, they did the general. They looked at the general fan area in the stadium and they gave them all thumbs downs, kind of like. And when Javi Baez said that, he explained it more. And he said the reason being is that the fans were booing us, so we were booing them. Uh, wait, what? Wait, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. <laughs> it's not clicking in my head. Hold up. Why? How do you boo fans? No, he just his he said his thumbs down. His symbol was like basically a symbol of booing the fans. Yeah, but I know. But if it's a symbol of booing the fans, like what are you gonna boo them? That doesn't make sense to me, but over, I I mean it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense because mm-hmm. like you can't realistically boo the fans because they're not all they're doing is the they're not doing anything except for like yeah. trash talking you I guess you could say and that's like a reason to be like you guys stink, but like mm-hmm. to boo them I feel like there's a different like there's a, there's two different um two different words if you will, you know okay. yeah, but um overall that is a big deal though because like the fans are ruthless, bro. Like Welcome to New York. New York is New York is now nah, well New York Mets fans. Mets fans. Let's just be specific. Mets fans at David. Oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> are no, crazy. No, no, no. You know, no, you no, no, here no, no. At, with the Yankees, you already know what we do. I'm Come a Yankees and I'm a Yankees and a Mets fan, so I'm like I'm like in the balance, but <laughs> but uh I think Based off of that, and based off of his representation of what that thumbs down meant, I think it's a big deal. I think as a player, you, yeah, sure, you're gonna get bashed, and but like that's New York fans, you get used to it. And it's a terrible way to do that to the fans, the ones that are buying, paying tickets to ultimately pay your salary in the sense. 
not totally, but they're helping pay your salary in a sense. But I mean, I get it. You don't want to get thumbs down. You want you don't want to get booed. But the way the Mets have been playing, they were in first place before the All Star break or before the trade deadline, and now they're in third place with I think six or seven games behind first place. So mm-hmm. the way they've been playing, it's like don't you expect the boos? Don't you expect the boos? I so for I, me. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, that you were asking. No, no, go me. ahead. No, no, go ahead. Oh, uh, for me, I don't really. In my opinion, I never expect people that support their own club to boo them unless they do something like extremely bad. But like when it call when it comes to like playing badly, right? It's not as if the players are doing it on purpose. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you have to be able to uplift them. You have to be able to try to get them back going. That's what like you you didn't watch the game. So for you booing them, how is that going to make them even better? You know, yeah, like, it, I don't, I don't see the, I don't see the, the point in that. It's not, it's not only, it's, it's like a couple, it's like a handful of them. You know, it's not like the whole Mets thing. So they are yeah. cheering, but it's just like a handful of them. But, but o- overall, man, I don't, I don't, I see that. I don't see it as a big deal, actually. I don't see it as a big deal. Well, no, right. I, no, it doesn't. No, it is a big, it is a big deal. But like, <laughs> at the same time, it's in the middle. It's in the middle. I'm really uh, good at that. You can't do that. You can't do that. Oh, oh my gosh. All right. Um over mm, See because personally I think it's a big deal, right? But if I look at it in a sports like if I look at it like with outside the box if you will, but like if I look at it from like that angle, I don't think it's a big deal. That's why I'm saying that. Cuz like I said before, like personally I feel as if that's rude and disrespectful to do, but like Outside, like sports, general, like like, all right, we're used to this stuff. Like it's New York. What are we expecting? Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So like that's yeah. why I say it's not a big deal. Right. So not a big deal. We'll keep it. Okay. Up. Okay. All right. Well, it's oh, it's my turn now. Here we go. Yeah. All right. Well, um, actually, David, do you have any other left? Because I feel like if I do say this one, it probably would lead us to the end of the show. Uh, I I say do yours end of the show, and then I got some like final thoughts, which I just want to do real quick. Nothing big. You don't want to do them right now, and then we do, and then we do. No, you don't want to do the final thoughts no, right now, or you want me to go? No, do the final thoughts at the end. Okay, all right. Well, here we go. So I'm gonna pull this one up really quick as well. Um, big deal, not big deal. What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna ask you this, and then I'm gonna ask you for a little prediction, like nothing too crazy. Right. So okay, okay. Um, but big deal, not big deal. As like from Thursday, from Thursday to Monday, the Champions League draw came out, right? So the group stages of the Champions League came out, David. Right, okay. so obviously, like, I kind of know your answer for big deal, not big deal. <laughs> but um, what's it called? I'm gonna ask you, like, I want you to. I'm gonna give you the groups, like, from I have the groups right in front of me here, from Group A to um Group H. Right, I'm gonna give you each group. I want you to predict who's gonna go through. Right, we're not gonna okay. predict the knockout stages because like it's randomized and like we don't know who's in the first two. So I just want to okay. predict who you, who you got going through, man. Sounds good. And it's important. It's important who you pick, like, first and second. Like, you can't just pick, like, like oh, I just picked these two people. You got to pick. I want you to pick every single position, right? Because okay. right. They, put, they, go, they get put in different pots. So, okay. here we go. With group, with group A, right? Group A, David. You yes. have Manchester City, PSG, ironically, right? <laughs> um, RB Leipzig, and Club Bruges. Uh. PSG's going one. Ooh. Man City's going two. I uh, give me give me third and fourth just for like pity. <laughs> uh for pity. <laughs> uh uh R 
RB11 is number three, and then include I don't even know say Clue Brug is going. First. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, cool, cool. All right, here goes Group B. Ready? The people, mm-hmm. many people are calling Group B the group of death, right? The biggest, the hardest group. But um, we have Atletico, Liverpool, Porto, and Milan. As an AC yeah. Milan, just be, just be yeah, specific. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people are sleeping on Porto. I really do. Oh, it's the Portuguese team. in here. The, no, they, they won the league. No, they didn't win the league. Sorry, Sporting won the league. But they, they're a very good team. They're very consistent in the Champions League. And they did make it far last year. Remember that? Remember when Porto made it far? But They did. I'm going to have to say Liverpool at number one. Uh, I'm going to have to say, ooh, man, this is tough. This really is a tough division because they're all pretty much even. Okay. I'm going to have to go. I, I really think Porto is going to shock people. No. Liverpool one, Milan at two, and Porto at three, Atletico at four. What? Yep, yep. Oh, my gosh. All right, yep. wait. I just realized something. I should probably be doing this with you as we do it. So, I'm just going to quickly do this group A. Um, Well, my group A is just the same as yours. I agree with you completely on mm-hmm. that one. But um, for group B... Mm-hmm. I definitely think Liverpool are gonna top everybody, right? I yeah. think they're gonna go top of the group. But hold up, hold <laughs> up. I'm gonna go. Ah, uh, see, Milan and Atletico is a cash twenty-two. Part of me wants to say Milan. Part of me That's wants to say saying. Milan, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Milan, but I'm definitely going Atletico and then Porto. Get no, you're sleeping on them, man. Porto's you're sleeping on Porto. You're sleeping on Porto. That's Porto's all I'm saying. Porto's coming in dead last. Stop we'll see what that. We'll, we'll see what happens. Watch, don't, watch, watch. They'll get some points. They'll get me wrong, but they're not. No, 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 no. no they're not way. being these teams. Oh, my gosh. Atletico uh, coming off the La Liga championship, bro. Liverpool is back at full form. AC Milan coming off a great season. Come on. Liverpool coming off a great season, too, man. Don't sleep on them. Don't but it's in them. the Portuguese league. Nah. Which is higher Which is higher than the French league. So Yeah, but not higher than Serie A. Not higher than Serie A. Doesn't matter. This is the playoffs. Anything can happen. This is the group stage, not the playoffs. No, I know, but I, I'm putting it <laughs> as the playoffs. It's like, oh, like comparisons. But. All right. All right. All right. Well, let's go to group C. Here we go. We have Sporting, like you just said, um, Dortmund, Ajax, and Besiktas. Okay, I got Dortmund first, Sporting two, Ajax at three, and Besiktas at four. Mm-hmm. Am I saying Ajax is getting eliminated? Yeah, really? I'll that. Yeah, I'll agree. Wow. I'll agree with it. I'll agree with it. I'll agree with it. I'll agree with what you said. I'll go. I'll, I'll agree exactly with the, what you just said. All right, cool, cool, cool. Let's go. Let's go. Group D. Group D. Here we go. We got Inter Milan, Real Madrid, Shakhtar, and Sheriff, a team from Moldov. Sheriff got into <laughs> they got into the Champions League. Uh, oh my that's goodness! Good for them, man. Good for them. I actually, I, actually, <laughs> I think they're gonna win. I think they're gonna go in first. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh, but if that happens, that'd be awesome. But for real. Um, Inter Milan is doing really good. Real Madrid. Uh, those are the top two teams basically. So it's gonna give or take. I can either go one and two with this, but I'm gonna say Inter Milan one, Real Madrid two, and then exactly three, 
That's it. I'm gonna go ahead and say um Real Madrid one. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say intern two, but it's gonna be very close between intern and shock dot. I'm gonna really? say that. Yes, I think I because intern they're 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 shambles in my opinion. Like they're they're still like they lost a little bit they lost a lot of key players and they lost their manager. So I think they're gonna be like a little bit of a shambles. So, but I think they're gonna pull it through. Sheriff zero points, donut bottom. Of the game. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, let's go ahead and go into Group uh, E. Oh my gosh, let me let me just get rid of all my bias first. Let me get rid of all yes, my bias please. feelings. Yes, please. <laughs> all right, all right, and here we go. We have Bayern Munich, Barcelona, Benfica, and Dinamo Kiev. All right, so we got Benfica at number one. No, <laughs> okay, okay. Um. I gotta go Bayern one, Barca two, Benfica three, and Dynamo Kiev at four. I comp- I agree with everything on that one on that part as well. Only thing I would say is I think between Barca and Benfica it might be a little bit close too. Not gonna lie. Okay. Even, I, yeah. even, even though I hate to say that, but like it might That's be not, a little bit close. I think Benfica will make it on the third place on the the third, third place thing. The third you think they'll do you think they'll still get yeah. through? Yeah, they're gonna have higher okay. points. Okay, okay, okay. They wait. They added that to the Champions League. I didn't wait. No. wait am I bugging? No, I wait, you're right. For, um, I think you're that was right. only for Euros. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Well, what's it called? They, if anything, when they go third, they go down to um, they go down to um Europa. Europa. Yeah. Yeah. If Barcelona go in the Europa League, I'm not watching soccer. It might happen. I mean, it might no, be good for Benfica, but stop <laughs> it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! I'm not watching Barcelona in the Europa League. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm gonna cry. And what that means they might versus West Ham eventually. Nah, that can't yeah, happen. Yeah, there you go. That can't happen. Please. Please, that cannot happen, man. But um oh overall, um, let's go ahead and go on to the to the next group. And listen, I'm gonna have to ask you to get rid of your bias now. Okay. All right, you gotta get rid of your yeah. bias. Here we yeah, go. Yeah. Vija Vija Real, um, Manchester United, Atalanta, and Young Boys. <laughs> <laughs> that, that name is so funny. Uh, it really is, but I think we all know the obvious. Man, Man United at one. Uh, at Atlanta at two. Uh, Villarreal at three, and Young Boys at four. Wow, I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm just gonna switch Villarreal and Atalanta. I think Villarreal will go number two. Atalanta will yeah. get eliminated. All right, let's go ahead to Group G, and then we have Group F. Here we go. Um. Lille, we have Lille, the um, champions of France. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Like Lille or Lille. Lille. No way, it's Lille. I'll leave Lille. Lille. We took French. You should know this. We took French. You should know this. <laughs> Lille. Lille. It has to be Lille. Lille. It's like, you got to put that French accent. It's like, wee oui, wee. Oui. Lille. Lille. There you go. Lille. Lille. Ah, he said, wee oui, wee. Oui. Lille. <laughs> All right, man. Here we go. Lille, um, Sevilla. Salzburg and Wolfsburg. Uh, this is a, this is probably one of the, the worst group out of everything so far. Uh, True. I'm gonna have to go Lille at one. Wow. Okay. Sevilla at two. Uh, Wolfsburg at three, and then RB Salzburg at four. I'm gonna go ahead and say Sevilla. Um, Sevilla at one. Lille at two, and um. Wolfsburg at three, Salisbury at four, like you said. Okay. And then Group H, Chelsea, Juventus, Zenit, and Malmo. Um, 
Uh, Chelsea at one. You know, I'm really stuck with Juventus because Juventus is, you know, they are good players, but I, with that loss to Empoli. Right? Hey, you're thinking the same thing I'm thinking. I'm going to go Chelsea one, Zenit at two. Oh, Juventus my at three, God. And Malmo at four. That's what I'm going to go with. Oh, my gosh. It's sad oh, to wait. say, but I, I really think Juventus is not going to do good. I'm going to say Chelsea 1, Juventus 2, Zenit 3, Malmo 4. Easy. I don't. I know Juventus are doing a little bit bad, but come on. Like, we can't do that. We can't do that. I know, but let's see what happens. But um, there it is. Those are predictions for the Champions League for us right there. And that's pretty much it on that part. There we go. Yeah. But, so, um, D- David, do you want to run through these? Um, Do you want to run through your facts first, or do you want to do the audio, mess- audio messages first? Whatever you want. I don't really care. You got to pick one. Come on, pick right, one. Fine, 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 fine. Audio messages. Let's do this first. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here's from Pop. These are two from Pablo Rodriguez. Here we go. Oh, I clicked on his name. All right, here we go. I don't know if we talked about this, but I just saw this on Instagram while I was listening to y'all. And I don't know if this happened. If it's like, if you guys talked about it. For fucking, what is it? Um... James, the, the, the kid, the kid in the menu kid. He's in yeah. Leeds now. Yeah, Dan, uh, yeah, Daniel James, right? Yeah, I'm trying to sneak yeah. that in. He, he was actually a good player. I don't know why they... He's a good... He was a good right back or winger, if you want to... Depending on which one you want to go for. I don't know why... I don't know why they did that. You know, Rodriguez, he, I'm kind of glad that he left. Because, you know, it gives him more of an opportunity to be a star and a lower... Not but. A lower level team, you know what I mean? He's gonna be a star there too, I believe. I think he's gonna be amazing there, and also I think it works for both teams, in my opinion, because they yeah. Man United team is too like in depth, like they have too much depth to the point where it's like he's just wasting his career if he stays. You know? That's true. Yeah, definitely. So he can go somewhere else and prove himself, prove his worth. That's it. But um, yeah, there there it is, and we also yeah we did cover that. We did cover that in um. Um, we covered that very little when we were talking about Ronaldo. That's, yes, <laughs> that's what it was. But yeah, man. But let's go ahead and go on to the next one, which is from Pablo Rodriguez again. Here we go. And Ford just saw that um, because of the Daniel James transfer now, um, Cavani is willing to take Daniel James' old number, which I think was 21, and Ronaldo will get <laughs> the seven. Yeah! Let's go, man. I don't know. That's true, bro. You said, yeah, let's go. You were hyped? Yeah. Yeah, oh. I mean, you know, when you have a superstar like Ronaldo, you can literally go into any place and be like, you know what? You know what? Change my number. I want my number. I want. It's exactly. like a LeBron thing. It's like a LeBron give, thing. Give me my number right now. Just give it to yeah. me. I'll be like, oh, what? I'll be like, what? Like, you can't say no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, imagine. Well, no. If Nah, I'd say no. I'd be like, no, mine. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody like this. And you get, you get a call from the manager. Yeah, I'm sorry, but we have to transfer you. <laughs> oh, my God. We saw Legia. some chemistry issues. Legia <laughs> activated. Legia activated. Uh, yeah, actually. Oh my, oh, my goodness. All right, man. Well, I'm going to pass over the mic to you, man. Keep, get it going. Well, I mean, right, real quick. You think? Last thing, last thing. I got some final thoughts for you, and I just want real quick thoughts on this. Ready? Yeah. Gardner Minshew got traded to the Eagles for a six-round pick. Oh, so he's no longer on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Did that happen? Wait, did, yes. did that just happen? Or like, what no, did it I happened. Do? I think it happened yesterday, I believe. 
How did I miss that? It's not really talking about because Garner Mishu is like a backup. Yeah. Wait, you said for what? For what? A six-round pick to the Eagles. Ooh, all I'm going to say is this. Oh, ooh, if, if Trevor Lawrence is buns, that is going to be bad. Mm. That is going to yep. be bad for them. Oh, my gosh. The Jacksonville Jaguars, man. They, took, they got rid of him as a whole. Well, now he goes over to the Eagles, man. Who's he competing against? Jalen Hurts, right? Jalen Hurts. I mean, I, I think Garner has a good shot at getting a job if he does well. But exactly. I think he's sick with Jalen Hurts. Dang. All right, Gardner. Hopefully, Gardner can get a chance then. Hopefully, yeah. he can. It's a, it's a easier – I feel like it's an easier chance if you – if like, not, no offense to Jalen Hurts, but, like, I think it's mm-hmm. easier than Trevor Lawrence, you know? Yeah, that is true. But uh, I got another final thought. Paralympics are going on right now. They happen August 24th to end this September 5th. And uh, it's, like, mid, mid-week, mid-competitions. And mm-hmm. uh, I have their medal counts right now. Oh, go ahead. First place, first place you got – uh, China with fifty-seven gold, uh, fifty-four gold. Uh, second place, you got Great Britain with twenty-six gold. Uh, the Republic of Russia, which is basically Russia, uh, is at nineteen. <laughs> Ukraine has twelve gold medals, and USA has eighteen gold medals. Oh, we're down bad right now. What's going on? Yeah, total medals. China's in first with one hundred nineteen. Great Britain's in second with sixty-eight. Uh, Russia is in third. With 61, 61, Ukraine's in fourth with 54, and United States is in fifth with 49. So, total medals. All right. All right, man. That's like, uh, USA got to step it up, though. They, <laughs> yeah. got, they got to step it up, bro. They I know. got to step it up. We're, we're, usually, we're, we're lower than I expected, to be honest. Dang. I know. I, know. Not... I didn't expect China to have so much gold medals. Uh, I mean, China, I kind of did, but like, I just didn't expect. Wait, what was? What, didn't you say Republic of Ireland or you said Republic of Russia? No, they're like you know the Russian national. They got because they can't use their Russian name because they use steroids. <laughs> but they basically they break the system and put their own republic. Like, I don't know, like the Russian Committee Olympic Committee. Something that's what it's called. They just like yeah, Republic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. But All right. Well, I just wanted to spread some light on the Paralympics because no one talks about it, and it's a shame because these athletes train hard and they deserve the same spotlight as the regular Olympians. And, when, and let me tell you, that just also proves that we talk about everything, ladies and gentlemen. We talk about yeah. it all. About yeah. it all. You name it, we talk about it. Dave, that was actually really good to bring it up. I like that. I thank do you. like that. Thank and you, everyone, thank you. We should go watch the Paralympics now. Come on. Yeah. Is it, is I don't even know, um, know if it's televised. I was trying to watch it on TV the other day, and I couldn't find it. I think it's only on the Olympic channel, which I, I don't uh, have. Oh, uh, that's annoying. It's a shame. Wait, wait, it's a shame. Do you know where it is? Do you know where it is? It's in like, Tokyo, same place. Oh, it's in Tokyo? Okay, okay. Yeah. I didn't know if they changed the venue or not. No, then they keep but, it there. But either way, man, that's, that was all the facts that you wanted to bring up really quick? One more. One more. One oh, more okay. final thought. Go. Sorry, one more. One more. And uh, this was the 49ers. The 49ers. And uh, uh, they uh, they got QB problems in, in uh, San Francisco right now. And it's between rookie Trey Lance and Jimmy Garofalo. But in the last preseason game, they both played snaps, like, on and off. Like, first would be Trey Lance, and then next drive would be uh, Jimmy Garofalo, then back and forth. Now, people are saying that would this be a smart move for the 70, uh not 76ers, for the 49ers to do it throughout the whole season? Like, switch quarterbacks between games, throw off the, the other opposing defense. Would that be smart? Uh, I don't, listen, I honestly... 
That'd be cool. I, for, for like entertainment purposes, I would like that. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be cool, right? They yeah. they have to be they have to be willing to do that though. That's yeah, it's, it's gonna be hard. I mean, they got the coach to do it. Kyle Shanahan, he knows what he's doing, but it's gonna be difficult. But if they work it out, it might fool many defenses. So they don't know who to prepare for. Yeah, that could much. be a tactic. That could be a deadly tactic when you think about it. I know. It. I know. They'd be like, you, you prepare for one quarterback, and they'd be like, psych, nope, the other one's here. <laughs> and then, and then, you, then you get ready for that one. They're like, psych, you know, this one right here. So, like, what, once they get a stop, all right, yeah, send another one. Here we go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, but That's good. That's good. Yeah, I mean, without further ado, I think it's a good time to end it. What do you think? Yeah, man. Close right. it out for us. I just want to say thank you to everyone who took the time out of their day just to listen to us. You know, we appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome, and don't forget it. Also, if you have not given us a follow on the Stereo app, please click our faces and follow us. It will be, uh, help us and subscribe to our show because it would help us expand to many different other people, many other people on this platform. Also, if you have not given us a follow on Instagram, uh, this is where you get daily updates of our shows. You can see our posts, interact with us, DMs through our story. Uh, you can follow our Instagram. It is official underscore DE underscore takeover. I will say it again. It is official underscore de underscore takeover so once you search that up please get a follow button be much appreciated we're trying to grow our brand and make it a big family as possible also if you want to get to know the host your host of dne takeover you can follow my instagram it is david underscore rod underscore o2 and eric's is eric underscore hein 16 beautiful go give those a follow please please and uh also if you missed an episode if you missed all of it if you missed a little bit and you want to catch up you can check out our uh, our uh, episodes. They are now, or they've been on. They've been on the Anchor app, the Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcasting platforms. And uh, basically, please give us a follow on the Serial app, Mervate, or and pod, and Apple Podcasts. Review it and uh, tell us what you guys think. And if you miss it, don't worry. You can go on there. Go on any uh, podcasting platform as well, and we will be on there. But uh, also, we have a new YouTube channel. It's been out for at least a month. And uh, we have one video on there. It's our basketball video. And uh, basically, our YouTube channel is called D&E Takeover. You might have to put in capitals because we're not that big yet, but yet is a key word. But, uh, exactly. We're, uh, I hope you like and comment and subscribe to our channel and tell us what we can do, what we need to improve, or what, if you guys liked it because it helps us improve our brand and our family for the future. Uh, all, and we have another video planning in the near, near future, like literally in a couple of weeks, so. I'm excited about that one. Also, if you haven't, you know, make sure you tune in for Thursday's show at 7 p.m. We're going back to 7 p.m. You know, we got to work around our schedule sometimes. So we're going back 7 p.m. on Thursday. So don't be late, guys. Oh, that... oh wait, did you, you okay. got everything. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I got everything. Yeah, oh, I'm my gosh. Over. I was thinking that, I'm not going to lie, my brain was telling me, are uh, you just going to say the audio messages and then we're good? I'm like, wait a minute. We're at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that was, that was awesome. All right, perfect, man. Well, thanks. With, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate every single one of you guys. Thank you for popping out to our show once again. We hope you guys have a great, um, a great, a great, a, your great rest of the day, I guess you could say. And um, it's been, it's been your boy, Easy Eric Hines, and your boy, the Oracle D-Rod, man. And we're out. Peace. Peace. Oh, you know, man.